Oh, hey, hey, how y'all doing? I'm back in studio, and we got the new board happening. If I sound kind of funny or silly or awesome, it's because of you, you wonderful people, you. Who are you calling you people? <laughs> That's it. The Robert Scott Bell Show is about to begin. Uh, we have Dr. Willie Soon on in hour two. I'm very excited about that because this confirms what we already know here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, that global warming is a farce as it is for consideration. When we talk anthropomorphogenic, <laughs> good Lord, uh, it's Monday. Why should I be saying big words like that? Anthropogenic? Let's have an anthropo boy. Let's have some lunch, shall we? <laughs> we got a lot to do. I, I, as you can see, I'm like barely here from like six weeks of traveling back in studio. Red Pill Expo is coming up this week. We got a lot to do on the air. Stand by. Super Don will hold it all together for us. Tell your friends the place for health, freedom, and healing liberty begins right about now. Robert Scott, the Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, all right, I'll do a show. Good Lord, I just got back. It's just, what a schedule. I'm still here. I'm not standing. I'm actually sitting. I'm like, you know, this has been ridiculous, the rate at which I've been going for the past six weeks. And, and, and here we are. Here we are live on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And I've got a special welcome message for all y'all that I got to connect with at the Reawaken America Tour, thanks to Clay Clark. What an amazing man. So gracious, so hospitable, so supportive. And here I was going, did Clay really mean it to invite me to do that talk there in Branson, Missouri? Apparently he did. I did kind and, and, and supportive and so appreciative of him. A lot of passion, a lot of uh, integrity, a lot of in intelligence flowing. And yes, there were a lot of things that were challenging people's perception of the political world around them or emanating from them or through them. But we're okay. We can handle it. And I did, and I'm back, and we're back at it here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. So welcome, everybody. If you're new to the show, this is uh, this is something that has been a passion of mine since I opened the microphone in 1999, actually going back to my first radio experience in 1994 when I was scheduled to be on for an hour on a 50,000-watt Atlanta blowtorch st station uh, that didn't turn its signal down at night. It was on, just so you know, if those of you in talk radio going way back, this is as good a time as any to re-remind re, re you or remind you or mind you for the first time about that. I was scheduled to go on for an hour with Mike Malloy, a liberal radio talk host at the time in Atlanta. He had an evening show for four hours, three or four. No, I think it was four hours at that time. We were scheduled to go on, talk about natural medicine. Of course, homeopathy I had my mentor on with me, and we were on for four hours. The switchboard was lit up for four hours. That was 1994 in Atlanta. And that, in that moment, in that four-hour moment, I was like, oh, dude, this is pretty cool. We were able to speak about things that, of course, today we would be banned for. <laughs> but we were having engagement. People were calling in. They were outraged. The switchboard was lit up for four hours. I think the only other time that happened when he was talking about boiled peanuts in, in the South. That yeah, Don't mess with boiled peanuts in the South. <laughs> And we had a, quite a time and I thought, wow, well, that was interesting. Maybe I have to look into this thing called radio or talk radio. And in 1999, open up the microphone on the WGUN Christian blowtorch 50,000 watt station in Atlanta, the big gun, it was as it was called, out of Tucker, Georgia. And uh, a few years later, got syndicated nationally, connected with uh, 
at that time, uh, WRN, which became TRN, Talk Radio Network, and we were on that for a number of years. And that's when I connected with my humble and lovable producer, Super Don, who even after things were were uh, breaking down in talk radio and not as one, it once was, having appeared on numerous shows in addition to my own, including the great, late, great Jerry Doyle, a number of folks heard me on the Savage Nation with Michael Savage. In fact, shout out to Dr. Jason Dean, who also spoke this weekend at the Branson event. And he was reminding me of how he first heard me on the Savage Nation. And that connected him with the show, which was a once a week show, uh, Sundays up until, you know, from 1999 to 2000. Actually, it was Wednesdays it started in Atlanta. And then we got syndicated on Sundays. And then in Groundhog Day 2011, a fateful day, when Mike Adams, the health ranger, my good buddy, he said, you know what, let's crank open natural news radio. And he had Super Don working it and everything. And we were on the flagship show. I think I was at noon Eastern at the time to launch online six days a week in addition to my radio show. And then we were transitionally also syndicated via GCN, which still help, carries our Sunday broadcast on radio. And eventually the natural news radio evolved into other things. Now it's Bridie on and everything, Bridie on TV, Bridie on radio. And we're on at least, well, we're on the radio every week, every day. I'm sorry. Bridie on TV. We simulcast today, Mondays, second hour of the show. This is the short version of a long journey to get here. And for those of you, and Clay brought it up. It's like, how many of you know about the Robert Scott Bell show? And not many people did in that audience because we've been the best kept secret in health talk media for 23 years. We don't have pharmaceutical money. We don't take big pharma money. We don't take government checks or subsidies. We exist on the, well, the merits of the arguments that we make, that I make. And of course, your generosity and your courageousness to share this show. And a lot of you got shared <laughs> this weekend because of Clay Clark at the Reawaken America tour in Branson, Missouri. And Super Don, we had a, a, an influx of loads of new people that subscribe to the newsletter. Thank you all for doing that. If you haven't figured out how that happens or happened, I did it in my talk, a brief mention, texting my initials RSB to 22828, and a lot of people did. They picked up their phones and did it, and they're in the newsletter now or on the newsletter subscription uh, group and um, getting plugged into amazing information, and that's just the beginning. So that's, that's my opening today, Super D. It's not a monologue. It's just an astounding recognition of what went on this weekend. Thanks to Clay Clark and and the awesome people at that event. There's a lot that happened this weekend, actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's uh, more. Wait, there's uh, more. But wait, there's more. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I sound different today uh, than I have in the past, but if you notice, there's there's something here that wasn't there before. Uh, I, yesterday, I got a, an Amazon delivery. Actually, I didn't even know it was there. It was just sitting on the porch, and my wife was like, did we get some in the mail? And I went and looked, and there's this package and open it up and in it is the microphone that i've been talking about and uh, some headphones and xlr cables and stuff like that and you know what was it last was it last week week before yeah, not long ago that uh we, we put it out there that we were you know like hey you know we're looking to get this stuff and people started donating and, and stuff and uh, yeah. One guy in particular, and and you know, we're we're going to kind of do a, a formal thank you to everybody here this week. Yes, on this here, but one guy in particular, his name's Dan Larson. Mm -hmm. He uh, that's kind of a talk show radio host name, Dan the Dan Larson Show. That, wouldn't that be a great name for it? Dan? Would Are be you doing like Lars Larson. Yeah, remember? Lars Larson. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Dan Larson. He uh, he he donated 
like 500 bucks to for wow. you to be able to get your board yep and uh you know we'd put that amazon wish list up there on the on the website well he just went over there and ordered everything that was on the list and wow. and so <laughs> you've got a new microphone yeah you the, got yeah, the microphone i've got a microphone headphone. boom coming on yeah. friday um yeah. and so you know yeah. i just want to give dan a shout out you know i mean i i'm just I don't know how I don't have like the words, you know, Look, I mean, Super D, this is, this is the opportunity to receive, especially for you. I know you're not good at that. I mean, you, you don't ask for much and yet you do so much. And for those that are new to the, the Robert Scott Bell show, I couldn't do this without super Don. That's why he's super. His name is super Don. Yeah, no, it's not super Don, but it is here on this show. And people have learned to love him. I know you look at him. You're like, how could you love a face like that? Only a mother. <laughs> but <laughs> No, he is. Thanks a lot, man. I know. No, it's totally in jest. But the, what am I saying about this experience? And even what Clay Clark did, so generous, so kind, so supportive, that people, once they recognize there's authenticity, they want to support it. And that's what Clay's message was at the end of my talk. It was a 15-minute talk. I condensed 23 years into 15 minutes. Well, not really. I mean, a lot of information I wanted to. <laughs> By the way, if you guys are interested in in, in seeing Robert's uh, presentation, it was about 15, 16 minutes long. Um, it is up on our Rumble channel. I uploaded it uh, a little bit Brighton ago to well. the Brighton as well. Yeah. So and and yeah. look, it was a. How was I? To, how was I to do that? That was a big dilemma for me. All right, I got 15 minutes. What do I want to communicate now? As a homeopath, as a healer. I always want to empower people with information that they can take and actually utilize immediately for their benefit. And of course, what we're dealing with, and, and Brian Artis, Dr. Artis knows, the danger that we've already been through and are still uh, having to resolve, in addition to other things yet to, to come through, the demonic pike of, you know, whether it be government or deep state government. <clears throat> and I said, well, what can I do to help people right away? And so my focal point was primarily on the bioactive copper hydrosol and copper as a mineral. And then the, the transition to the last few slides to talk cardio miracle, because I believe, you know, if you want to prevent, what is that thing called? Sudden adult death syndrome. SADS. Or, yes. Or what was the, what was the term used in the, uh, in the slide? If you want to prevent died suddenly died suddenly gosh nitric oxide is it and I, I didn't have a lot of time to hit it at the end there uh and then again clay was so nice to bring me back up make sure everybody knew about the show and uh in fact he asked me are you part of the deep state I, I, that threw me off i did not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what yeah. and of course uh you know what i acknowledge is uh, diving into the deep end of the wisdom from our creator from god to get me this information to help myself my family and everybody else to heal despite all odds and obstacles against it including a fear and death administration that doesn't want us to know the things that we relate regularly here on the Robert Scott Bell show. Right. So how crazy cool was that? All of that. So I got nothing but vitamin G flowing through me. And I know you too, that's gratitude. And I thank everybody for uh, being here. If you're new, if you've been with me for years and years, uh, it's a great family experience here. Family friendly show. Yes. Yes, it is intense, but we've had kids that have been raised on the Robert Scott Bell show and they cannot be duped or not easily because they see through it. And and shout out to Leslie and family who we got to connect with in Springfield after the event. Kevin and I uh, darted back up there and ate at a uh, gastro pub, a farmer's gastro pub, which was amazing. And then we brought in two organic gluten-free pies, an apple pie and a pumpkin pie. Oh my gosh, I did not want to stop. <laughs> that. 
Thank you, Leslie and family. And uh, we just had a great time, a little mini reunion there. And that's part of the family that is growing by being part of this show. Community, community is created. And then you can help each other and yourself, of course, but help each other through what you learn and apply here. So there's my uh, unintended opening of the Robert Scott Bell Show today. I know it's good. We, we've got an amazing Dr. Willie soon, soon coming up. Next time. Soon. Very yeah. soon. To yes. break the, the, the misinformation and disinformation cycle on global warming or climate change. And it, it, guess what? It aligns exactly with what we've been saying here on this show for a long time. Acknowledging as well our dearly departed friend Liam Sheff, no longer with us in this plane of existence, but uh, the sun being the main uh, driver of climate, the sun. Yes. Isn't that interesting? So we'll cover that in a little while. Uh, Super Don, any other announcements before we go into the first article here? Because this is a, this is right mm. in to my lecture, my sp- my speech, my talk at the <clears throat> Clay Clark event. This is amazing. Yeah, and and uh, I think isn't that followed up by a major? I told you so as well. I I, I got you all loaded so. up here for for the show today, but um, you did. yeah, you know what? Uh, I think we're supposed to be doing a contest this week, right? Yeah, we're going to be doing some giveaway for those that have have yet to get the Orange Guard pictures in. You may have a day or two more, but before the Red Pill Expo this week, we're going to be doing a major giveaway. I'm going to reach out to Tor and talk about what we can give away uh, because you have purchased the Orange Guard product, which is delimonene, a distillate from the orange peel. I talk about God's natural pesticide. You can use it safely to kill fire ants, ants around your house, roaches and things, and uh, even spiders if you don't like spiders. And yet you will not harm your kids, your Who pets. spiders? Your is, there, is that I a question? Are important to, For those of you who love. don't like spiders, who like spiders running around in their house? Nobody. Nobody does. I know. But they they have a, they're better than mosquitoes. <laughs> they serve just, a purpose. Yeah, yeah, definitely more of a purpose than a mosquito, I think. Yeah. Um, all but right. Yeah, so so you want to use that. So. On, that, on that note, we did get mm-hmm. a couple of uh, pictures in. Denise sent in her picture. This is There's no Denise in the picture. Well, there's artwork behind but, it. But there is <clears throat> there is the orange guard, so that counts. Yes. Uh, Denise yeah. and Scott. Scott sent in his picture. Hey, Scott Shearer, my buddy. Natural. He's, he's, he's a natural doctor, and he's a good buddy. He's a farmer as well. What a great guy. So and, we've got two more entries. I I need to update the collage, but and okay. I will do that before we do the contest. But yeah, to get so, those get those you, in and also mm-hmm. we might as well just get this out of the way because i know you're going to want to do it and and i'd what? rather just do it now than wait what? until later let's just what? do it what? so what's the deal with you uh at at the gym the, the oh thing? yeah you know i talked about cardio miracle and uh the week before i went to this event uh i won the chow the big one though i want to win every year every every quarter i think it is if I can't, this is, is that the, what this is. You won no, the big one. No, this is not. This is the oh, challenge is- of the week. Now, the one I won last week was the challenge of the week extraordinary. That's the chow of every round. It's the max out challenge. All nine rounds, full tilt, and I won that again. But right. this is the thing here. This week, this past week, before the um, the Clay Clark event, I I apparently won the challenge of the week, which was round six, I think, and it was uh, two. Uh, what was it? It was a roundhouse kick, right and left, and then a full burpee dropping down, and I did forty-four in three minutes, dude. That's wicked hard, and I was really zoning out. And so that was the one. So there's the championship uh, trophy belt today, <laughs> and I'm encouraging you not to brag because it isn't about me, although it is. Because I'm trying to be a living example for all of y'all too. Remember, I was chronically ill for the first twenty-four years of my life. 
I accomplished a lot despite that because of the will. You can will yourself to do a lot, but certainly saw my future. It was dire and bleak because I was ill for the first 24 years of my life. Found a way through natural medicine, homeopathy. And again, there was a petition to God, prayers to God that really opened me up to finally be able to see natural medicine and use it. And so in my mid-50s, to be able to outrun or outjump or whatever it is, the challenges of the week, the 20-somethings and 30-something-year-olds is amazing to me. And I love it. And Cardio Miracle plays a huge role. The molecular hydrogen I get from Echo Water, Synergy Science Water, that's what I put it in, uh, is great. And all of the things that we do here. And I want to show you that it has an impact. It's not like I was always healthy. And, 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 and then I'm still always healthy. No, it was like I wasn't healthy. I willed myself through stuff as a kid and I was sick and chronically ill. And I found my way back by changing my diet, by caring for this temple, the frame, the human body, that is a gift from God, by giving it what it needs, removing from it that which it does not, and finding a mission and purpose in life. If you don't know who you are or why you're here, you might not have reason or purpose to do the good things that support your, your being here, much less being here to enjoy the life that you've been given while you have it. To enjoy your kids, hopefully, prayerfully, your their kids even, or even their kids. It's not about how long you want to live as much as how healthy do you want to live those years that you get. Now, you can have a lot more of them by doing the things you learn here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Just saying. So what is this first opening article? CNN Health is dared to post. Oh my gosh. Check this out. Don't bother with dietary supplements for heart health. According to a new study. I'm like, what was I talking? I was all I was talking about. <laughs> and CNN has just said, don't you listen just, to Robert Scott Bell. He's full of, you know what? And you've had it wrong all along, Robert. <sighs> you don't know what you're talking about, man. Now the, I won't say the irony, but the idiocy of this article is it's really only focused on cholesterol, which is a, bull snot topic. It's a, it's a red herring or it's a straw man because there is no bad cholesterol and good cholesterol. It's cholesterol and it's, it's right for you. God created it. We need it. Now, if it's, it's really ex excessively high or low, that would indicate more uh, mineral deficiencies, you know, vitamin issues, essential fats, fat issues, and liver congestion or toxicity. So they create a straw man and knock it down. And they're talking bad about fish oil, garlic, cinnamon, turmeric, plant sterols, and red yeast rice, which I'm not a fan of red yeast rice personally because it is a toxic poison, although less toxic than the statin drugs that also deplete CoQ10. But it is a red herring to target LDL and say that's bad. LDL is not bad. It's the oxidation of it. It's the accumulation of it within arteries that are inflamed and damaged. Why? Because of things CNN promotes, like COVID jabs and spike proteins, and what? How about hydrogenated oils and trans fats? How about heavy metals and pesticides and all of that? So this study was presented at the AHA, American Heart Association Scientific Sessions 2022, and published in the Journal of the American Car College of Cardiology, which by the way, those same journals have acknowledged what I've been pr presenting to you on this show for 23 years, that cholesterol is not the cause of heart disease. Oh, yeah, they acknowledge it in those journals, but they ignore it and forget it the moment they want to promote drugs or go against dietary supplements that help your health. And they're saying that these particular supplements are no better than a placebo, which apparently does nothing. Well, a placebo would be better than a statin drug because at least it won't kill you or your liver. And so, again, the straw man argument that it's all about lowering LDL is nonsense. In fact, if you want to raise HDL, if you're into ratios, 
Just take the right form of chromium, which you can get from choosetobehealthy.com. Food research has um, a, a blood sugar kind of support formula, and it's a chromium, 100% whole food chromium and vanadium, and that will facilitate the elevation of HDL. It will help the liver, which is critical, and, of course, manage blood sugar and reverse type 2 diabetes. Yep, that's what you can learn and do. Choosetobehealthy.com. And when you go there to get it or anything else that they have, RSB5 is a discount code you can use. RSB5. Anything else to jump out at you, Super D, as I, as I barely had time to... Well, <clears throat> you know, just one tiny, probably very insignificant detail. I mean, it's probably not even worth mentioning. Yeah. But the study was funded uh, by AstraZeneca. No, say it isn't so. <laughs> they make a statin drug, don't they? Yes, they do. But they they wanted to make sure that, uh, that just because they paid for the study, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they had any input on the methodology, the data right. analysis. The, shut up. Look at this. The study was done for 28 days <laughs> on hardly anybody. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we do want to acknowledge wow. that uh, perhaps maybe the small sample size, uh, you know, should be taken mm-hmm. into consideration here. Yes. But, you Come know, the point that you, you want to live. The point that you made um, Mm -hmm. is that, you know, they didn't look at any of the other Mm -hmm. uh, effects of taking these supplements and heart health only. It was just narrow. It was a very narrow, you know, pharmaceutical horse blinders, right? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, where they were only looking at that one thing and saying cholesterol equals heart health. Mm -hmm. Uh, High cholesterol equals bad heart health. That That was it. So it was a very very um, limited study already based on, on a, uh, a premise that cholesterol is the indicator of heart health, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just like, and what, what pissed me off was, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the headline, I'm going, Whoa, mm-hmm. Hey, what's this all about? And then when you read the details of the thing, you're like, this is irresponsible. It's irresponsible to put that kind of a headline out because a lot of people, they just look at headlines and they go, oh, over on CNN, they said that, uh, you know, this, these things are, don't work. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the details of the study, then you realize that the, the, it's junk science. Clearly. To us, it is. And if you're new to the show, you'll now learn how to read some of the science as we go through that from time to time, which we must. I think it's an important part of what we do here to review some of the scientific uh, articles out there that... Maybe junk, maybe legitimate, and we also have PhD level and MD level people. If you if you like those people too, to talk about this stuff today, we have a super smart guy talking about the nonsense of man made global warming or climate change. That's coming. All right, you want you want to slap yourself on the back and 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 uh, maybe do I need to stroke your ego just a little bit? Do I need that really? Oh, but you should take it when you can get it. How about this one here? Is this an I told you so? Science, boy, man, science is so amazing. Yes. I'm so impressed with science. Mm -hmm. Actually, I am, but not Mm -hmm. this science, Mm because this is stupid. (laughs) Headline, the unintended consequences of using a ventilator. Yeah. What have I been saying? What Exactly. What have you been saying about Mm -hmm. what was the problem? Why were people dying on ventilators, you know, during the, the, the pandemic situation? They were absolutely exploding lung tissue damaging the red blood cells by forcing at at high pressure like fire hoses worth of air and oxygen and they never considered that the reason these people with covid issues were suffering was because they didn't have oxygen carrying capacity in the blood due to a number of reasons one of them is what i talked about this last weekend not enough copper 
in the absence of copper, iron cannot be utilized fully, or if at all, in some cases, by the body, including that in hemoglobin to carry the oxygen that's critical. So you can put on a fire hose worth of oxygen and you ain't going to force the red blood cell to carry it because there's no copper. Why was there no copper? Well, copper deficiency is rampant and it may, it was made worse during the last couple of years by overuse or even appropriate use of zinc and vitamin C in the absence of supplementing additional copper because hardly anybody's eating liver anymore. And even that doesn't contain what it once did. That was, again, part of the presentation. If you want to watch it, Super Daniel, if you can send the Brideon link and the Rumble link out, people can decide where they want to watch the uh, uh, the presentation I did. Mm -hmm. All right. But what did they confirm? Well, look, it starts off here. Well, first off, let me ask you this, Robert. Mm -hmm. um, how did you know this? Like, I, I mean, we literally, I, I, I want to say we can say it's literally mm -hmm. been years that you've been saying this now because we're, what, three years into the pandemic thing now? And it yeah. still has, it's still not over according to the, you know, to Joe Biden. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, this was in the very beginning. You were talking about this yeah. when we heard these stories of people, you know, they were sick. And as soon as they got put on a ventilator, mm -hmm. vast majority, what was it? 80, 90% of them that Dead. went on ventilators yeah. died. Yeah. So yeah, and for years now, you've been it. saying this. How, how yeah. is it you knew this when you were mm -hmm. saying it? Where, how did you know this? Well, for me, it's simple physics. Simple biological common sense. That is, okay. if you put cells under too much pressure, they implode or explode. Don't you know that about the bends? If you ever ever, ever go down in uh, scuba dive and you come up too fast, you get uh, pressure changes that cause cells to literally explode or implode, depending on in which, which direction well, you're going. <clears throat> I want to know when you're going to get the Nobel Prize. No, I don't want the Nobel Prize, but yeah. I mean, this look, is, this is so irritating. You see what they call this? A breakthrough. breakthrough research. Yeah. And I'm like, Morons. breakthrough research. Yeah. People have been saying this for years. You guys come along and suddenly, you you know, Captain Obvious decides to do a, 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 a scientific study and, mm -hmm. and call it breakthrough research. We have just discovered that the reason why these were, this was happening was yeah. because it was overstretching lung tissue. Yet people were screaming this right. stuff two years ago. Tell me how well you breathe. Did you ever do this, Super Don, as a kid? Remember the leaf blowers? I do. How many of us turn those leaf blowers around just to make our lips go crazy like a cartoon? <laughs> I never breathe. did that because I wasn't one of the lucky ones that got to use a leaf blower when I was a kid. Oh, you had to rake? I had to yeah. rake that crap. And you know what? The, the lawnmower that I had to use? Yeah. Everybody else had gas mowers. Like yeah, I, what did you have? Not me. I had the one where it's like you had to push it to make the blades spin. No way. You had those yes. old ones? Yeah, we just yes. bought one of those just in case we run out of gas. Those you know, if they, if they really. But yeah, that, that's not the easy way to do it. But again, I know you walk to school uh, uphill two times a day in the snow, both in ways. In the snow, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> so anyway, you know, it's to me, I'm just, I'm just like, wow, mm -hmm. you guys are amazing. You figured out after all these people were dead, yeah, what was killing them? Even though two years ago, mm -hmm. people like you. You, <laughs> you figured it out, right? Uh, you were you were saying it then, and among other people, you weren't the only one, you know. But people were saying that, and did they listen to anybody? Oh no, because what was that? That was conspiracy theories, right? You, you were one of those crazy anti-vaxxer people that were just looking for things to say negative about what was going on, right? Mm -hmm. And then we find out three years later that you were right, and everybody was right that was saying that the, the ventilators mm -hmm. don't get on a ventilator, whatever yeah. you do. Don't get, if you get on a ventilator, you're going to die. 
Oh, well, no, we need more ventilators. Cuomo, oh, oh, yeah. we, we've got 3,000 more ventilators. Look at us. And they made Cuomo go away eventually, <laughs> and they replaced him with someone worse, if that was possible, Hochul. Maybe she gets voted out tomorrow. That would be pretty amazing. We'll see what happens. Big day tomorrow. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Sherry Neal. Uh, she's amazing. She was the one that uh, recommended to Leslie uh, this Farmer's Gastro Pub in Springfield, Missouri. And we went and went there twice. On the way down, Kevin and I had, had the burger. It was amazing. Grass-fed organic. And on the way back, same again. And, dude, it was an amazing meal. So thank you, Sherry. That was two, the only thing we were missing with you and your husband and Zeus the dog uh, was not there. But we had a great crowd. And also Jason Dean joined us for dinner. That was fun. That was a bonus. We had just a wonderful, wonderful time. But yeah, the, you know, the fact that we disagreed with the WHO, the FDA, the CDC, I mean, that that now, of course, is uh, grounds for banning, for censorship. Disagreeing with government, the very thing our founders said, don't ever trust the government. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a dangerous servant and a more, even more dangerous master. I mean, in, incredible how mistrusting government or those who own and control it is somehow a censorable offense. But yeah, you think about the, the pressure, right? Trying to breathe under heavy pressure. Now, this is not to speak ill against, um, what are those things called uh, when you get in the, the tanks and they, they saturate with oxygen? Iron lung. And you know what? Actually, I read about that, right? Is that what you're talking about? No, but go ahead. Oh. Spence that first. Well, no, no, no. I, I actually, in one of the things uh, that I was reading over the weekend regarding this, it may have even been in this article. I, I can't remember. But um, yeah. it was talking about how the, you know, the iron lungs they allow people to breathe normally and the the um, the the lungs are not overextended yes, with an it, iron lung. It's not lung. like a fire hose worth. That's different. Right, that. right. Now, and uh, <clears throat> apparently, I mean, the, thing, the the what I was reading was talking about how they switched over to the ventilators at one point because they were transportable, they were mm-hmm. mobile, they take yeah. up less space. Because, you know, an iron right. lung's huge, right? Yeah. You can't have just a bunch of iron lungs, you know? And yeah, so was, they, they they went to these ventilators, but for somewhere along the line, somebody didn't figure out that's a bad idea. Yeah, I was referring, though, to the uh, – I, I apologize because it, it's like words that escape me right now. It's okay. Coming off the road. but I jumped uh, to conclusions. No, it's Sorry. okay. No, it's a good one, though. It's a good reference historically. But when you get in those chambers, what are they called? Uh, pressure, uh, you know, like, good Lord. They could take you to 1.2, 1.6, atm- two atmospheres, depending on – uh, the uh, if it's a it's a metal tube that you get in versus the fabric ones. If you remember so seeing the one that the divers autism, use, yeah, but the, but an autism one. Do you remember years ago you were there? You saw the, the those chambers that people would get in. They would oh yeah, they would pressurize a hyperbaric them. chamber. Hyperbaric. Thank you, Christine. Yes. Uh, I just lost the word for a moment, but not <laughs> not to be unexpected with what I've been through the last six weeks of travel. It's amazing I could speak at all. So the hyperbaric chambers that will even if you just uh, put the pressure on atmospheric pressure increase. The air itself, the oxygen will saturate better, but they also usually flood that tube you're in with oxygen so you can fully oxygenate the cells. Still, in the absence of copper, that would not be adequate. So I always want to remind you that the copper deficiencies out there are very real and that there's a safe way to get copper into you. And that is the bioactive copper hydrosol, the sovereign copper. And many of you at the uh, Clay Clark event have taking advantage of the discounts available to you. Super Don has those links in the show notes and as well as the, the newsletter, all on the show notes too at robertscottbell.com. So check that out and get on it. And that'll be a big part of correcting what's coming, what's already happened and what's already cut, what's coming. You do not want to be deficient in copper with all that's going on. Just saying. That's pretty clear, I think, at this point. Oh, anyway. 
Also, many dietary supplements that we support are made by or for Nutritional Frontiers, including their certified organic U.S.-grown hemp CBD products. They have the most amazing transdermal delivery system of CBD ever, ever, where you can use it topically and drive it in instead of just having it work superficially, which can be a benefit if you need it, but sometimes you got to put it over the spot, man. You've got some deep pains or other things that are occurring, injuries, driving that in. That's, uh, here we go, cbdnf.com, cbdnf.com. And if you're in the United States of America, they will send you, when you mention the Robert Scott Bell Show, when you sign up to become a customer, you don't have to buy anything, but you mention us, and there's a drop-down menu when you do it at cbdnf.com. They will send you a gift basket of all kinds of samples you can try, including a little one of the transdermal. And there are all the people that have uh, received free stuff and then end up buying more with a discount code RSB15. 15% off all of your purchases of the certified organic hemp CBD and everything else that Nutritional Frontiers does at nutritionalfrontiers.com. And they got a lot of education forms, especially if you're a healthcare provider. Not as many to the public, but whenever there is one, I want to let you know about it, like when they do their wine or wellness weeks and such. So that's that's awesome too. So check out nutritionalfrontiers.com, RSB15 for 15% off the discount. So what do we say about unintended consequences of using a ventilator? If you wait for the mainstream press, the pharmaceutically conflicted media, so-called peer-reviewed medical literature to guide you on what is legit and what isn't, you may, in fact, you might already be dead. You're not in this audience. You waited too long. Don't wait. Tune into the Robert Scott Bell Show regularly. You're going to find things out sometimes years, and I'm not exaggerating, years ahead of the time they finally acknowledge what I've been telling you. And others, friends of mine that I feature on the show from time to time whenever they're available as well. So from there, this is a, a you know a super Don question. As you know, you're a super dad and a super grandpa, and I'm a dad. And yet we've covered over the years here, decades now, the fact that the moms have been the real warriors. The dads have been left absent or by our own choice absent because they still trusted the doctors. The doctors would tell the moms, what you saw about your child after the vaccines isn't real. It's in your mind. You're, you're hysterical. And the dads wanting to bow to authoritarian said, the doctor's right, honey. You're not a doctor. Listen to the doctor. In the meantime, the mom knew the kid was fine, went to a well baby visit, got a jab or 10, and it's not fine anymore, autism or otherwise. And so they've been doing the battle. They've been part of the rebellion. And I'm asking, where are the men? Where are the warriors, the, male, the men warriors? This is more featured by Emily Burns at the Brownstone Institute about a mom-led rebellion. The political establishment left and right want desperately to move on to pretend that the last 30 months didn't happen. With very few exceptions, like Ron DeSantis, a little bit of Christy Nome, Rand Paul, Thomas Massey, Ron Johnson, a few others, they betrayed their core values. Very few didn't, like those people. Many Republicans and so-called libertarians quickly capitulated the primary and the primacy and importance of individual liberties. Again, abandon the freedom, the agency that God gave you, and turned it over to a group of uh, morons, medical morons, PhDs or MDs, Fauci inclusive. And, uh, of course, the Dems just embrace this because they love that power. But I'm not saying that a lot of Republicans don't either. And should they come to power tomorrow? or sometime thereafter when they can figure out how to count votes again. Oh, it might take us months to count the vote. I'm like, again, moron, the word of the day. What kind of morons does it take to count votes? Used to be able to do that in real time by the same day, if not the next day, you'd know that night. Now they go, well, it could take us months. 
Yeah, to cheat again. Oops, did I say that? That's why we're banned on YouTube and Spotify, of course. So where is, well, where are the Warrior Dads? Now, remember we talked about uh, Emily Oster last week, O-S-T-E-R, pleading for amnesty, her article from The Atlantic. Please, let's just move on. Let's forget. Let's not hold me accountable for trying to condemn you, those of you who wouldn't get vaccinated, wouldn't get uh, wear wear a, a facial diaper, who wouldn't distance, who wouldn't who wouldn't lock down. Forget all of the evil things that I, you know, Emily Oster said. Much less uh, Piers Morgan, who's now uh, backtracking but not really acknowledging the viciousness of which he went after all of us. And this Dr. Oster begging for amnesty would like women to believe that it was all just a mistake, a misunderstanding. And remember, it is the Republicans who are looking to limit the freedoms that really count, like killing babies. Really? That's their that's their be- the best they got? Yeah, that's the best they got. Their argument about uh, against, uh, what what is it, Scott Jensen running for governor in Minnesota? The only thing they got against the guy is, well, he's not for abortion. Really? That's it? He's for your freedom? but not to kill babies. Is that a freedom anyway? Yeah, I don't mean to uh, get into that from a a perspective of, yeah, we could talk for hours and never never resolve it because, again, we've talked about the differences in beliefs and all of that. But let me just say, for the Democrats out there that think that's the biggest issue, how about feeding your family? How about keeping your, your family warm or a house at all, a roof over your head? I think that trumps the abortion debate, although even if you feel like, oh my gosh, it might stop in the state I'm in now. You can always go to California and New York. It's not likely anytime soon they're going to change that. That's not, I'm not telling you anything you probably don't already know. Uh, Super D, anything else on this uh, subject of the warrior moms, the uh, rebellion led by moms in this article that uh, you would also want to bring out knowing that I had limited availability. Well, I'll be honest with you. I didn't read it it from top to bottom, but Let's just say mm-hmm. we're going to see um, the effect of this, mm-hmm. I think, potentially tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow's a big day. Uh, there's a lot that could happen tomorrow. <laughs> Election day, right? Election day tomorrow. Um, you want to explain to me how it's going to take them months to count the vote? Have you heard them telegraphing Biden go, oh, it'll take a while? Really? They always were able to count the votes that day. And now suddenly, well, no. It used not. to be, or you're right, or the next day, for the most yeah. part, because you know the, the the if it was a close race, and they were still counting votes in the places where the polls sure. closed the latest. To the you know, yeah. I mean, that's what I remember. Mm-hmm. Months? No, that, yeah. that's that's a that's just uh, that just doesn't make any sense. Why would it have gotten harder mm-hmm. to count? We yeah, we it's gotten uh, the we the technology. Did, I mean, it used way. to be. That they had people that had to look at cards mm. with holes punched in them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know that a manual, th- you know, thing there. things like that. If you remember Hanging those chads, yes. Uh, what? Okay. So to wrap up this Brownstone Institute article by Emily Burns, she talks about Emily Oster. She's asking us to forgive a mistake. That Oster lady, please give us amnesty. Emily re- re- just reiterates there was no mistake. Emily Burns, the writer here, there was a political calculation that harmed us, but even more harmed our children. The harm was considered acceptable because those who undertook it took the votes of women for granted. They assumed they could lie and manipulate us into believing these harms were necessary or barring that unintentional. If we as women, she writes, want our votes to be courted in the future by either party, we must vote to punish the past three years of treachery. 
She's right. After we have exacted some political retribution, if there is acknowledgement of the wrong committed and condition for those wrongs as, and contrition for those wrongs, then we can talk about amnesty. And that's, you know, that's about the moms waking up that are even left of center or Democrats in the past going, you harm my kids. That is unforgivable. I am not voting for you again. You know, I know it's difficult for some of these lifelong Democrats, but there are plenty of you out there that said never again, or at least not until, you know, something else shapes up. Now, I'm not telling you how to vote or to vote. That's between you. I believe in God, ultimately, what you do in your life. But if you feel like you can contribute better by putting someone that you believe is more aligned with your principles and you believe they'll actually live them once they get in, by all means, vote your conscience in that context. We'll see what happens. But despite what happens, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, life goes on. Life will go on. The question is, where is the real power? The real power is you as an individual and your willingness to comply or dissent and nullify that which violates your fundamental right to life, liberty, and property, including the right to be left alone, the right to breathe without encumbrance, the right to move about the earth cabin, much less the American cabin, without medical experimentation being your ticket through digital ID, real ID, and vaccine passports. Oh, you think they're going to give up on that? Oh, heck no. The World Economic Forum and their cronies in various governments around the world, including the United States, there are plenty of WAEF lackeys here. They want desperately to control you from cradle to grave. And that's why they're trying to wipe out your access to energy. Make it only possible for you to move when they say you can move based on digital passport technology. Your willing participation, even reluctant participation, will make it inevitable. Your reluctance leading to noncompliance, dissent, and nullification will make it inevitable that those globalists, those collectivists, those communists, those socialists will fail in their attempts to destroy America or what's left of her. Okay, we have a, a little bit of news. I didn't reach out to Layla Ali on this I, I, because I just saw this today, and I'll have to send this to her and say, hey, what's up? And, and, and I imagine Layla probably has little or nothing to do with the Muhammad Ali Center uh, because this headline from WDRB uh, it says, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci receives a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Muhammad Ali Center. Uh, that's To me, that's... Uh, desecrating the name of Muhammad Ali and all that he stood for. Personally, that's what I believe. So I don't know who's running this center. As I said, I didn't reach out to Layla on this, so I, I'm going to withhold full judgment on, on what's going on there. But this is out of Louisville, Kentucky, where it is. Muhammad Ali Center held the largest fundraiser of the year with its annual humanitarian awards on Saturday. This guy is not a humanitarian. Fauci, if anything, is anti-human. He's been killing people by the millions since the dawn of AZT or the reemergence of AZT under the so-called HIV AIDS construct. And that's what, you know, I opened up with on my talk briefly. I didn't plan on it. In fact, my wife texted me. She's like, Hey, did you, did you see that? Simone gold open with, we are the champions, the song by queen. You should let, tell everybody Fauci also killed or contributed to the death of, of Freddie Mercury, which he did. I didn't have a chance to go into that, the backstory, because I barely, how did I get what I got out for 15 minutes? You guys watch it and see, you let me know. But I opened up and said, yep, by the way, Fauci also killed Freddie Mercury. The hundreds of thousands that died of so-called AIDS did not. They died of AZT poisoning. 
AZT, a failed chemo drug from the 1960s that was so toxic that it killed people who had cancer. They couldn't withstand it. And they thought, well, let's bring it back out and repurpose it, Fauci says, for people who have no immune systems or immune system collapse, AIDS. Oh, yeah, that was brilliant if you wanted to kill them, which Fauci did. Sanctity of life, my aspirin when it comes to Fauci. Fauci is a criminal and should be held liable for contributing to the deaths of millions of people on top of that when people discovered that only recently because of COVID. Read the real Anthony Fauci by Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You'll begin to see what a a horrible monster Fauci really is. And yet he was honored to be a humanitarian. I don't know how it happened. So I will I will send that out. I'm sure that Layla is probably having to deal I can with tell it. you why it happened. And I can tell you why, at least in my opinion. I okay. don't know everything. But uh, the, the reason why, I think, mm-hmm. he keeps getting all these awards and he's treated like a rock star and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you notice that, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen him uh, being showered with praise by any conservative organizations. Yeah. Any uh, um, conservative leaning, um, you know, people. You're right. It, it's uh, far left liberal. He but- is a champion of the left, mm-hmm. and it's because he uh, was not a fan of Trump. And wow, so it's more Trump derangement syndrome playing itself out. Through it's, the, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. he was he he was uh, uh, very outspoken about it as, yeah. as well, and mm-hmm. it, they made a big deal out of it, and um, that that's the so reason why the they love him who, so much. Who's running that uh, foundation? Oh, the center. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll put it out there. That's disappointing. But uh, again, I'll I'll ask see what we got there. All right, let's. Uh, hey, shall we do some questions of the day? Y'all submit them, we answer them. All right, questions of the day. The first one's coming from Yolanda. Maybe. Hey, Robert and Superdon, what would you take instead of Pepsid or Zantac? That's the first part of her question. The second relates to Superdon's coffee habit. But Yolanda, <laughs> um, back in the day, I was doing antacids every day, Tums and Rolaids. You remember those over the counter? Yep. And ju- that was for me going through childhood. Um, particularly my teen years, right through university level. Every bit of food I ate would result in heartburn, acid indigestion. What now they call it GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. And I was just drowning in discomfort of my GI tract. Now I had had years prior to that with that problem, but no doctor ever explained to me what it was, why it was or anything here, just take this drug. So it was before the proton pump inhibiting drugs, the PPIs, came out like Pepsid, Zantac, et cetera, prescription and then over the counter. These are devastating drugs that cause cancer because they debilitate your body's ability to break down and absorb through the processes of digestion, partly with pH issues and your stomach acid is pH, extremely low, and they neutralize it. So they block absorption, lead to malabsorption, which leads to cancer. So if you have these symptoms that may indicate the use of an antacid, The irony is that it is because you are not producing enough acid, not that you have too much. This is new for some of you. If you're new to the Robert Scott Bell show, this is the kind of stuff it's your years too late. Oh, hopefully not too late. Now you'll figure it out and go, Hey, what do you mean? Not enough stomach acid. I thought it was too much acid. That's why they made me stop my acid. Well, no, you're not producing enough. Therefore you're having putrefaction within your stomach. You can't break down certain proteins and they start 
corrupting and then you they spew out gases and other things they they cause all kinds of injury and damage as the uh, little acid there is like mount vesuvius in your stomach blowing up to erode your esophagus as it spews upwards to do that you have esophageal erosion they're like hey more antacids more pepsid more zantac so if you want to correct the function of the stomach and the entire gi tract my high recommendation goes to a little family company out of idaho alta Alta Health Products, A-L-T-A, Alta Canjest. Instead of digest, you can jest, C-A-N-G-E-S-T. It's a powder. And unlike their directions for you to have a little teeny weeny, itsy bitsy, tiny whiny little spoon, you want to forget that noise. Bring out your big old teaspoon. Take a level teaspoon of that powder in that mix, the Alta Canjest, warm it, activate it in warm water. Mix it in warm water. You can mix it with other things as well, but mix it with warm water to activate it. Drink it down three, perhaps four times a day. It will help your stomach. It will help your small intestine, large intestine, colon. It will help your liver. It will help your gallbladder. Anybody with gallbladder issues, whether you have a gallbladder or not, can just use the code RSB5 when you go to choose to be healthy.com to get it. Just give a little discount. Choose to be healthy.com, 866-424-1077 if you want to pick up the phone and call them. Jonathan at choose to be healthy.com. 866-424-1077. Remember the code RSB5. There are other things to do in terms of healing the tissue. The silver, bioactive silver hydrosol will get you down in the stomach and heal tissue. But if it's a GI issue further along than the silver aloe protocol, which is in Unlock the Power to Heal, the book I wrote with Ty Bollinger, and available for free download at the bottom of the page at robertscottbell.com. So Super Don, part two of this question is, is directed at you from Yolanda. I'm afraid to ask or get the answer. What? Why? Why would you be afraid? What do you think I drink? Say like Folgers or something. No, I don't. Uh, What kind of coffee do I drink? I, I, for the most part, Mm -hmm. like to go down. There's a a store local here. Um, It's a a chain here, I think, just in Oregon Mm -hmm. um, called Sherm's Thunderbird. And they have, and you could do this anywhere. I mean, but that's Mm -hmm. just where I go to get my coffee. Yeah, and I, I actually get the ground the the beans and I grind it there in the store and they've got a huge selection of organic but and it's it's not mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what the brand name is but okay. it, it does say that it's organic and I will usually gravitate towards the more stronger uh, dark roast coffees and mm-hmm. I will sometimes splurge and go to the kind of the flavored ones I'm mm-hmm. kind of a fan of like the vanilla you know type flavor and they can is that the one can, you use for the coffee enemas. Um, <laughs> I shut you up, didn't I? <laughs> no, I don't. No, you don't do that. Super I would, would have not. to do coffee enemas to have one that I do. But anyway, no, he wants me to do so, therapy before he'll do that. So that I hopefully that answers your question. I don't know if you were you were wanting to know brand or if you were wanting to know type or. I think she's what, checking but, on you to make sure you're drinking organic coffee. That's my. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they've got a great selection over there, among right. other things. Second question of the day. Yep. This is from Bill. Hi, guys. While listening to your show last week, I believe I heard Don say that green tea has fluoride in it. Given that fluoride is a substance we don't want, is green tea now considered a no-no? Well, I, you know what I would do is check the, you know, the content. A lot of the green tea. Dude, I, I, well, here's the thing, man. I, yeah. uh, I, I did my own research on that thing. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because it's like uh, – Pretty much every green, every tea, I mean, green tea, black tea, whatever like that, they all mm-hmm. have a certain amount of fluoride in them. Yeah. 
uh, and there's no way that you can get away from it 100%. There's no such thing as a fluoride-free, mm-hmm. um, you know, tea, you know, unless you go like herbal or something, right? right, right yeah. yeah. So unfortunately, that is true. So I guess you just have to make a decision for yourself. Well, you know, would you look at that and true. go, you know, I, well, if I have a little bit of fluoride, I mean, yeah. could you could you maybe counter that with like a zeolite or something? Sure. Um, yeah. Well, I think you could if you really wanted to have your green tea, right? Yeah. Remember, fluoride uh, will increase uptake of heavy metals like mercury, which is all coming a lot coming from, you know, China as well. So be careful with that if you're doing a lot of green tea. All right. uh, This bill, second part of his question, also a few weeks ago, uh, we're getting into linguistics here. Look out. RSB is in trouble. Uh While describing a woman he knows, RSB used the words more pretty. When when using the word pretty, the following is correct. You said more pretty. I did. I said more pretty. How dare you? More pretty than me, more pretty than you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Bill wants to know that the following is the correct way to say it. Pretty, prettier, prettiest. I am aware that the word more is being used to accommodate those whose first language is not English. Like mine. I don't know what my my first language. Pig Latin? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. As you can see, Bill says, I am on a mission to help people speak correctly. Please don't be more angry <laughs> with me. Well, thank you for doing that. So we can we can we can Why? fight back a little bit. You have the best health show ever, Bill says. Ever. We're the more best health show. <laughs> more better. Or we're the bestest health show. How's that? <laughs> How's that for English? We we play fast and loose with the English language here because English is very flexible. But yes. When it comes to millennial misspellings and typos and other things, yes, I will call them out, as you can call them out if I make them. Occasionally, Super Don does, but it's usually because he hasn't slept much at all. But y'all get in the newsletter. If you see something, say something. That's at robertscatbell.com, or you can text the you know, RSB. To it's TV. inevitable. I notice these things, but it's always right after I've sent the damn thing. <laughs> then it's like, oh, girl, oh, can yeah. send it? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it does happen, dude. I'm really stoked about uh, hour two. Uh, when I learned that Dr. Willie soon was going to be on and what he's talking about, it, it again backs up and strengthens what we've been talking about for here years. Anthropogenic. I think that he'll know this, how to say that. In other words, man-made global warming or climate change garbage. What we should be talking about is man-made toxic poisons harming us through toxicity, but climate change. No, it's the sun stupid we've been talking about this is a solar system our weather is more driven by solar maximums and minimums and anything else in between and uh willie soon has written extensively on that he's a scientist and he he will set you straight if you're still not really clear about what is the biggest impact on our weather patterns shifts over time even instantaneous shifts we'll talk about that with him that's kind of cool that's coming up in hour two when we simulcast with brighteon.tv We've also got uh, the MSNBC leftists going apoplectic, thinking that the GOP might control both houses of Congress while they still have a buffoon in the White House or whatever that is on a green screen. I don't know. We'll get to that, too. I want to, again, thank everybody for being here. For those of you who are new, I hope you enjoyed the little bit of the show you've now been introduced to. First time, if ever. And, of course, we broadcast live two hours a day, six days a week. The live version, 3 to 5 Eastern time. We do a bonus round after the show. So for those of you who watch on various channels or later as a podcast, Superdon now includes the bonus round. 
Although when we have our syndicated in, in interaction with TV, they, they stop at like 55 after the hour. And if you want to come on to robertscoutbell.com, the show continues there. And uh, I welcome you to be here with us. Remember, sign up for the newsletter. You can come to robertscoutbell.com and do that. Or you can just text my initials, RSB. That's it for Robert Scott Bell, RSB to 22828. So get out your phones, go to 22828, and then in the text area, put RSB, send it, boom. And you'll get prompted to enter your email address and you'll be in the Robert Scott Bell Show family newsletter. And we look forward to hearing from you. We also do a monthly AMA for our patron supporters. Super Don will let us know when that next one is. I think it's going to be a Saturday this time coming up in November. We're in November. Stand by Red Pill Expo coming up this weekend as well. We'll tell you about it now. All right. Welcome everybody joining us on the simulcast. Brideon.tv. Shout out to Mike Adams, the health ranger, and the entire crew over at Brideon.tv welcoming uh, the audience that expands on Roku as well. We got a great hour scheduled. Dr. Willie Soon, special guest. You thought you knew what was causing change of the climate, warming, cooling? Is it cooling? Is it warming? I'm confused. It's cold. It's snowing. It must be global warming. What is it caused by? Men? Women? Industry? Or something else, something far brighter and more powerful. What kind of system do we live in? What are we transiting around every 365 days that caused you to say, I'm a year older? Ooh, could it have anything to do with that? The sun? Ooh, my goodness. Also, election day tomorrow, we'll talk about what may happen and who's gonna, whose head's going to explode. Not because anything we do or say, just because, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll be right back. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on. Scott Bell Show. And a historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country, and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which, which I'm not certain of, but if that is true, a historian will say what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. We're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. A cognitive dissonance, anyone? It's astonishing, these leftists in the media claiming that well, authoritarian dictatorship will be inevitable under the Republicans if they win the Senate and the House tomorrow. Yet, who has been the most obviously authoritarian in the last two and a half, three years? The, the political left, the Democrats. This is not me as a Republican speaking because I don't claim party membership. But I look at those who honor and abide by a constitution, the constitution for these United States that limits government, not the people. And yet those that have gotten into government, whether they be Republican or Democrat, have ushered in various stages of authoritarianism. Maybe slightly different directions. But in both cases, both parties have contributed to the bankruptcy of the United States. As we see the elevation, the acceleration of the printing of money, now they're trying to dry up the supply by raising interest rates, creating an impossible uh, economy based on 
The Federal Reserve notes that will ultimately be rejected by those around the world if the oil-producing nations like Saudi Arabia say, yep, I'll take uh, Chinese money, I'll take uh, Russian money, I'll take uh, Indian money, whatever it is, and uh, we'll trade it for our oil. And you'll see how bad inflation gets. Inflation is the increased printing of money, the higher prices associated with it, the weakening of the so-called Federal Reserve note dollar. Uh, the higher prices, that's the, in, that's the symptom of inflation, inflating the money supply, disastrous. And that's both parties are, are guilty of that. But in the case of the, the pundits at MSNBC and the, the left-leaning media losing their minds, there's an article here at naturalnews.com talking about this. And they are going apoplectic, like, we're all going to die, the end of democracy. Folks, and I wish Republicans would point this out, the Constitution does not provide, as a form of government, democracy. Our founding fathers in their writings specifically abhorred democracy because mob rule is what you get. Majority rule means there is no protection for the ultimate minority, which is you, the individual. And once again, I am urged by myself to remind you that you do not get rights by virtue of your membership in any group, any group, whether it based on religion, whether it based on, on pigment, whether it based on, I, I don't know, you're part of the Kiwanis club. You don't get rights from being in a club. You maybe get privileges, but they're different and distinct from rights. Rights are something that come from God, not government. They are yours by virtue of your very existence. And you could sort of give them up, but you still have them. You're just not engaging in them. You're not pursuing them. You're not protecting them from being usurped or stolen. And these people, oh, the end of democracy is nigh. Well, good. We don't want democracy here. Yes, there are democratic principles. There are votes and things, but... Even the vote for president is not democracy. It's not a mob rule. Who can get the most vote? Well, yeah, could in theory, but no, there's a electoral college. There's electoral college. Why? Because they didn't want like three populist states to determine who would be president. People go, oh, that's horrible. We in New York and California and Chicago and Illinois, we want to determine who's president. We don't want those flyovers in the middle of the country. Those, those, those rubes and yahoos that are, that are actually farming and growing food and have families with moms and dads. We don't want them having a say. We want one nation under transgenderism. It's just bizarre what's happening. So as much as I am not endorsing Republicans in mass, the reality is right now, those in the Republican Party tend more towards the freedom that we perceive and believe in here. They are not arguing for vaccine passports. Yet, how many Republicans have argued against the Real ID Act of 2005? Oh, I know. Dare I bring that up? See, that's the importance of not looking to elect somebody to go into the federal government to solve the problems that can only be solved at the localist of local levels, at the state level, local level, say we refuse to comply. We refuse to participate in Real ID, which is a step closer to digital IDs which is a step closer to things like vaccine passports and the ability to shut your freedom down because access to the money you think is yours that you've earned through banking systems connected to the World Bank, International Monetary Fund, and the Federal Reserve System will lock you out for wrong political views, wrong religious views. Oh, you don't believe in transgender hormonal therapy at 14 years of age? Oh, well, we're just going to have to protect uh, the rest of the world from you by not letting you leave your home. Or if you do, you won't be able to have the money to spend to get food. For instance, 
And I bring a sobering message just so you know that even if, and I do hope that it happens, even if the Republicans regain control of both houses of Congress, so to speak, we're not out of the woods. We are so deep in those proverbial woods that unless you stand up in defense of your rights at the localist of local levels and speak out and speak up and continue to share your stories, despite all the censorship, despite the claims that you're a, a domestic terrorist for believing that the vote may not be counted properly as Biden says, well, it might take us months to figure this thing out. Really? They used to be able to count the same day or by the next day at the latest with rare exception when they're really close and they have a recount. What are they setting us up for? Do they want civil war? Is that where they're going? And what if they threw a war and nobody showed up? Ooh, wouldn't that be a novel thing to have happen? This show attempts to go beyond the Hegelian dialectic and see to the heart of what ails us, and that means the heart of what can correct the ailments. As I've said so many times in my lectures, and I said it again at the Clay Clark event, my, my role as a doctor, teacher, physician, healer is not to find the right remedy for you, but it's to connect you to the source of all healing the wisdom that comes from your divinity and your connection to the divine. Anything I say, I would have you check in, whether it be prayerfully or otherwise. And it could be something you already know because you've investigated it. But if you're not sure, go beyond the mind and go direct to the source and resonate. See what resonates. See what message energetically you get. And you'll probably come to the conclusion, as I did, the liars about global warming are deceiving you for the purpose of enslaving you, starving you out, making you so hung, so cold, so hungry, so warm, depending on the season, that you will beg for the intervention. You will beg to be implanted with chips that will allow you to get food that the government gives you, and it will be genetically engineered bug juice if Klaus Anal Schwab has his way. That's the, that's the stuff we're dealing with. It's so ridiculous. I'm like, I can't believe I have to say this. But I do, and I will, and I'm grateful that you're here to listen and perhaps share your story. And I want you to tell your story. You can always submit questions. In fact, Super Don, before we go to our guest, uh, Willie Soon's about to be joining us in a moment. I think you have a board now, too, thanks to Jonathan Emord, who is potentially, he's got an exploratory committee to run for the United States Senate two years from now to, 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 to displace Tim Kaine, the villain in a Batman movie. Indeed. Yeah, and so you have a board there too, and we might be able to take phone calls soon. Oh uh, yeah, well, it, technically, I tested it over the weekend, and I, I believe it it's working. So, dude, that's crazy we, cool. We do, and that was one of the major things mm -hmm. that we were wanting to accomplish was to be able to take mm -hmm. live phone calls. So we, I believe, we yeah. have the ability to do that now. Yeah, and one more thing, you, we, I recorded a number of interviews that I was so excited to have you here on Sunday show, but the internet was disastrous at this at this venue. In yeah. Branson, Missouri, so it I was couldn't... barely good enough to stream. And even with the yeah. stream, there were glitches in there, even though we yeah. didn't hear them. Yeah, when it goes back out, we heard them. And I'm so sorry for that. But it was a horrible, horrible internet weekend. Everything yeah. else was great. Uh, and and because of that, you chose an encore that was a perfect encore to lead into today and 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 Dr. Willie soon. And that was Jerome. Ironically, Corsi. right? Yeah. How these things happen. I had it. Yeah, it was brilliant. I, Jerome Corsi's interview, we talked about anthropogenic or homorphic, no, progenic. Again, Dr. Willison will correct me. Uh, and, and that is man-made global warming or climate change. 
And Jerome Corsi nailed it. He even went into, well, growing earth theory, a whole lot of things. Gravity in relation to the dinosaurs. I love that interview and that book that he wrote. I forget the name of it now. It was on yesterday's show, but I was traveling back home. So with that, let's bring from the Center for Environmental Research and Earth Sciences, Ceres, or Ceres, he'll tell us how to pronounce that. Dr. Willie Soon, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. All right. Thank you. Honored to have you on, sir, with all that you know or could share with this audience to either confirm or debunk what I've said so far about climate change and global warming being caused by man. Well, I've been studying this thing really for a long time, 32 years at least. Probably I should have uh, say a few things, of course, but mm -hmm. first and foremost, in the early days when I was studying this, you know, as a scientist, you don't just don't go out, debate these sort of things, you know, just sort of saying that this is a conspiracy, this and that. Mm -hmm. But by now it's absolutely a conspiracy. It's junk science pretending to be, you know, some kind, something's very, very holy, you know, they frame it. I mean, it's a mm -hmm. framing, it's a World Economic Forum reset, that sort of thing. Stuff like that you heard from Jerome Cosey, for example. I know him well, of course. Yes. Uh, I myself focus strictly on science, right? And I study this thing. I've been searching for this fingerprint, what they call the fingerprint of how, you know, scientifically, if you have a theory, you know, a hypothesis, you ought to be able to test it, right? Mm -hmm. So we have enough data in the world that we've been measuring, you know, with all this taxpayer-funded money, you know, all these things that we've been paying. We've been looking everywhere, from the ocean to the mountains to... <laughs> Outer space everywhere. We can find it. I absolutely cannot find it. I can make this very strong statement after 32 years in there, which means it's global warming. You know, Mr. Gore, El Gore, you know, I've been fighting this guy from day one, actually, because he's one of these average D student taking revenge on all of us. In some he's a buffoon. He's not a scientist. No, he's an average D student from Harvard, obviously. <laughs> it's a radical, you know, like they have some fake notion about what science should be. John mm -hmm. Kerry says, that, oh, this greenhouse effect of CO2 is so easy. It's Even I can understand it. He can explain yeah. this thing. But all he's talking about is all nonsense, by the way. They, they say that, oh, this CO2 worked like a blanket. <laughs> Sorry, there's no Whoa. blanket for the earth. I mean, that kind of stuff. Trivialize the science and really flip the science, mm -hmm. you know, more than 180 degree. Confuse everybody, confusing mm -hmm. themselves. Well, actually, they are not confused. They know what they want, obviously. Yeah, it's a, it's an agenda for sure. Yes, it's a serious agenda. It's just not there. Okay, Doctor Williams, in your scientific history, to go into the sciences, which you've been, and you can give us a little bit of that background oh. as well. Did you ever think that you were going into a cult? Right? Absolutely a not. You see, it's it's scientifically it's still interesting. You know, how does the Earth climate system change? Right, or varies? You know. And the more I look into it, the more I realize that the system actually is not like what they say at all. Meaning that, yes, we, we human, by, by the virtue of, uh, you know, using energy to supply, you know, to support our life system, like, you know, we have to drive our kids to soccer play, we have to go to school, we have, we have to fly here and there, we have to do all of this. We burn a bit of this uh, gasoline, you know, use natural gas and burn coal, to for the electricity, we have put up some carbon dioxide into the air. But one of the most misleading things in this whole enterprise is, is essentially that this carbon dioxide actually turns out to be somewhat of a blessing. 
because this is plant food. You can't even say that this day. And the only evidence, notice that I told you that we cannot find any carbon dioxide changing the climate system, like, like the making the hurricane more intense or less intense or making them more, more polar bear, less polar bear, or more drought, less drought, or flooding or no flooding, you know, more snowstorm or less snowstorm, all this, all this climatic or, or weather-related stuff. We cannot find any of this evidence, but we do find that the planet does get greener because mm. of the carbon dioxide that man has put up. So no, that's one positive effect. Let me ask you, because... I perceive, and I remember from elementary school learning about photosynthesis, and mm -hmm. we would uh, breathe in the oxygen that, by the way, the plants would give us, and yes. that carbon dioxide would be used, sequestered, whatever, by the plants to help their process of growth. And you talk about the greening of the planet, the necessity of carbon dioxide, not as a toxic poison, but as a benefit, as you said, to green the planet so we can produce more food and more oxygen for all life. Yes, the proper language is gas of life. And then they flip it around, turn it into some kind of satanic gas, right? And then trying to say that it's doing all this weather-related or climate-related stuff. But as a scientist, I have entertained them. We have studied that. You know, there are a few things we don't know about the Earth climate system, okay? But we do know for sure now, by 2022 now, by the way, this agenda has been driven, as you can imagine, go way back in the 80s, right? Or even 70s, as early as that. That people has been making that kind of claim for a very long time. So we've been studying that. Scientists has been accumulating a lot of data. By 2022, we are absolutely sure that it's not causing global warming at all. It's not even causing anything that we, we observe to be changing. All these changing are basically natural or something that related to man changing the environment, doing all this stuff, but it's nothing to do with carbon dioxide. That's the point. Carbon dioxide is a gas of life. It's as simple as that. And Dr. then as, like, as you can see, we yeah. only find the beneficial effects, okay? Yeah. And this is the part. That, I mean, I noticed that you are sure about health sciences, right? Talking about all this toxic element, all this, they, they quickly want to confuse pollution. My God, who wants, like they say, they, they accuse me of being so many things, including, you know, somebody murderer of children and all this other stuff that, you know, I want to wake up every morning. I just have this bad stuff that I want to kill everybody. You know, like I'm trying to take money and reach myself, so on and so forth, right? It's all that kind of accusation. It shows you clearly that they have no scientific argument. They have lost that long ago, by the way, in the peer-reviewed sense. You know, like you publish scientific papers and then you debate in, in, in professional societies. You go to conferences, you speak and do all this sort of thing. I have done all of that. Yes. <laughs> and we beat them every single, every time. single time. So all they can do is yell and scream and yes, yes. call us names, ad hominem they won't engage in the discussion, debate, and argument, which is part right. of the scientific process, quite honestly, right. even through peer-reviewed publication. There are people who go, hey, wait, there's something wrong here. And it's like you are not afraid of engaging in that discussion and debate. Right. A real scientist is not. So, you know, the question of the whole weaponization of the weather of climate shifts and changes would have been going on throughout the history recorded and before recorded history. We look back and analyze and go, hey what was the content of the atmosphere way back when, what were the temperatures right. likely to be all of that? I mean, that's part of the process of discovery and then making predictions of the future, but based on carbon dioxide, that's complete bunk. Yeah, it's bad. It's just bad science. It's not only mm -hmm. that they turn everything. They, they, you see the point is that they socialize, politicize everything that I, as a 
person that really loves science, by the way, I, I live and breathe science in a lot of science mm-hmm. because I do not want to do anything else in life. I just want to study science, you know, because we have a lot of respect for how science bring about so mm-hmm. many technological advances, you know, because mm-hmm. I go down as a person like myself. I'm so curious that I study quantum mechanics. I started everything, all these other things in physics and mathematics. But when I get into the field, some 30 years ago, when I got to be a postdoc at the Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, mm-hmm. I was alarmed. What the heck are they talking about? These people are just manipulating data left and right. Every single time when they make a claim, they never show you the data. They always use words. Oh, it's alarming, catastrophic, this and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Big word, trigger look at words. the data, it's hardly yeah. alarming. You know, like they, they, they make and then they change a the graph. You know, a graph, let's say, let's say a simple temperature graph could be doing this. And yes. then they make the scale so yeah. different that make it big. Oh, it's warming, it's warming. This is how... I find it so intolerable in the sense that mm-hmm. this is purely manipulative and scientists colluded with them. The politician, the funding agency, the National Academy of Science, this is how bad things are, by the way. The Nobel Prize Foundation, of course, not Peace Prize, we're talking about even physics and chemistry, they are all in one cahoot. All corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> it's that bad. Sure. Okay. It's that bad. That's why I started to speak out. And a lot of my colleagues, all the distinguished Physicists and scientists, even guys, I probably, you know, the Nobel Prize in Chemistry, uh, Karim Mullis, he's a friend mm-hmm. of mine. Yeah. He spoke out, especially mm-hmm. on PCR. He invented yes. the technique. I know, people, we talked about it. never say here. that you can yeah. use that to do and uh, do this COVID-19 test. It's silly. Yeah. You can amplify the thing to some exponential to the power of 43. Right. Huge amount of Dude, amplification is not cheating. You amplify it enough, you can find a Buick in everybody. Yes, so this yes. is absurd. This is not science as we right. as we like it and appreciate it and what you promote. I remember, I don't know how old, you, how old you are, Dr. Soon, but I remember when I was a kid in the 70s, they were talking about the next ice age was coming. Yes. Oh my gosh, the ice age is coming. What I don't know what they, I, they probably blame that on oil too. And now, of course, they say, no, no, it's heating. And now they have pro- problems with the temperature measurements. They're not fulfilling their predictions at all. In fact, we were supposed to be underwater, I think in New York years ago, according to Al Gore. And and so now it's global war. Now it's just climate change. It's like, well, the climate changes all of the time, but the the question is, what is the real cause? And I think that's a real good question. That is a scientific question. Inquiry go, all right, let's analyze this. You've already debunked as we have here, CO2 as the cause of it. Now, as an astrophysicist, you must reveal to everybody in this audience that may not be astrophysicists, what do you study? And does it relate to what your findings show Correct. that might be actually causing changes in climate over time? Yeah, let, let me spend a few minutes to explain what I have found and what is relevant to this discussion. Okay, today. we got a little less than two minutes before our first break, so go ahead. Okay, first, maybe just mention numbers because science is numbers. This is one way they confuse you, like sea level change. Do you know the measurements that we have as best as we know, is measuring that the sea level has been rising. Yes, it's been rising, but in the amount of only like four inches a hundred years. There's a comedian who say, if the sea is rising four inches in a hundred years and you don't know how to step back, you deserve to die. That's basically <laughs> the problem that we have, right? Scientism. Greta Thunberg doesn't know how many micro particles you can put in a cubic meter, you know, mm-hmm. a box. I mean, that's how crazy they are. And then they always try to confuse people. And then now talk about my research. I've been researching how the sun is affecting the Earth system for a very long time. There are two factors to consider. One is basically what they call the changes in the sun's magnetic field itself, all by itself, right? 
Then another important topic, why we have season is basically the earth is going around the sun. Mm-hmm. Our orbit is not constant. It's been perturbed by all these other planets, especially Jupiter and Saturn, mm. and of course, Venus and Mars. Yeah. They are basically the nearest, and of course, our moon, by the way. This, so, is, this is astrophysicist stuff we're talking yes, about. Yes, it's Dr. called really Stand by, because we got to take a break with our friends at Brideon.tv. And uh, we have, if you have time to spend with us this hour, I want to talk oh, yes, more yes. about this with you. I, I really appreciate your your presentation, your integrity, and your you know desire to see that this message get out. You're not afraid that people call you names. I love that too. So, Dr. Willie Soon, uh, and we'll find out how to pronounce the uh, the group that he's with, uh, Cirrus as well. I say it that way. But stand by for that. We'll be right back here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where the power to heal is yours on Brighteon.tv as well. Okay. They're taking a break for about two and a half minutes. We're still broadcasting behind the scenes to our audience directly at robertscottbell.com and some of the social media networks where we're not, at least temporarily, we're not banned, (laughs) even though we've been banned on YouTube and Spotify. And I must say, Dr. Willie Soon, I'm, again, thoroughly enjoying you being on the show here today. We'll go more into as well when we come back from the break, the uh, article that you've written, The Weaponization of Science, Politics, Vilification, and the Climate Debate. I want everybody, we haven't linked up, but we'll talk more about yeah, yeah, what please, you yeah. reveal in that as well. And so uh, where were you uh, born originally? Where were you from? Oh, I was born in Malaysia. My father mm-hmm. came, escaped China, of course. <laughs> he wow. Would, he will die. Uh, he, he came to Malaysia, and then I was born in Malaysia, and then I left Malaysia very early on to go to high school in Canada and then come to college in America. So I would never, ever go back. <laughs> yeah, of course. Now, um, how, how old were you when you came to America? Oh, very young. I came here about, uh, I entered college about 15, not yet 16. So I was mm-hmm. one of those that I finished my high school in nine months. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I was just, school come easy for me. So I, I just, yeah. I just got blessed by doing this. And I'm very curious. I'm just a very happy mm-hmm. person doing work. And I did a lot of work, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have I got my PhD when I was 24 years old. I mean, wow. pretty young. Yes. So, but then that's why I've been able to sort of do my my work at Harvard for so long. Yes. <laughs> Until I yes. gave up last this year, beginning of this year, I gave up Harvard because they wanted to me to yeah do inject that. you, jab you. Yeah. You I just, another thing you had said about the blowing up of the of the you know the, any scale of what they do on the on these uh, charts. We've said that for years here about the um, eradication, as they said, of so-called disease in the 20th century due to vaccination, right? You watch this long descent over many decades, and then they take the, you know, blow up a little small lip when, when the vaccine came out and it it was continuing to go down and they go big and that, like it's so dishonest. So same thing. They've been at it for a long time. In other words. Oh yeah. They have on on many, many issues. I mean, you you look everywhere you look, it's all. Similar strategy. I mean, these people are very strategic, by the way. Yeah. So oh, do yeah. not, they look, they do not take them ahead exactly. more. All right. We're back in 10 seconds. Dr. Soon, again, thank you for being on today. I'm enjoying it. Hope you are as well. Yes, uh, yes. You're in a good, good place. Stand by. All right. Welcome back, everybody at uh, Brighteon.tv. The Robert Scott Bell Show continues. You can sign up for our newsletter by texting my initials RSB to 22828. So if you get your phone out, there it is. Get your phone out, dial 22828 in the text field, then put in RSB. Send it. Boom. You're going to get prompt, prompted to enter your email address. And then Supernon will send you out a newsletter. It's that, it's that simple. You'll be plugged into a lot of the stories and guests that we cover here on the show. And you will learn a lot. And as well, you will find out about special deals and offers of the things that have helped me to regain my health. 
and can help you to do that and even more. So thank you for that. And we continue now with Dr. Willie Soon from, uh, let's see, Saris. Did I say that right? The organization? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's called Center for Environmental Research and Earth Sciences. This yeah. is the new group that I formed in 2018. And, uh, well, it's named after the, the goddess of agriculture. Mm-hmm. And please come to this website, please. There's a lot of information. I mean, you great. can find out how we, as a small group, we're able to, because of our strength of our scientific results. Mm-hmm. Science is exactly, it doesn't recognize you know, how beautiful you are or how famous you are or how ugly you are, that sort of thing. <laughs> Science yeah. is about the evidence, evidence, evidence. So these are my three main colleagues, Dr. Ronan Connolly and Michael Connolly. And we produce a lot of scientific papers so that we can basically argue with them and, and, and you know, yeah. challenge them, for example. I mean, last year, for example, we published a very, very beautiful work that's summarizing what is known about how the sun affects the Earth climate system, mm-hmm. and the United Nations has to respond to us because they fail to include our results, which means we have found that basically all their conclusion about how the sun is not important, this and that, was purely manipulated in a lot of sense. Right. This that is where, where some good reporter, like one of friend of mine, which you, yeah. you know, Alex Newman, he wrote yes. for Epoch Time many places, he wrote up a report and then really confronted them. How come you're not citing this this mm-hmm. important review work? Yeah. Oh, they say it, they were they were they were not doing it in time, but they don't realize that when they say that, they basically did not include they always say they have the best sign. No, you did not have a best sign. Result that just came out about a year ago, you ignore it and then you didn't cite it. That means you didn't have the best signs. Yeah. And then and then the, the irony is that the chairman of the IPCC, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which is a United mm-hmm. Nations body's kind of business, mm-hmm. <laughs> cited my work, scientific work, our scientific work, very positively. They know about all this problem. So we are pointing out the problem. This is why they have to eat their own word, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, we, we found many examples. You come to my website, you will find that the United Nations, they all try to make it look like we, our work, agree with them. <laughs> that one is a bit of a joke, by the way. We yeah. did not agree with them. So, meaning that they they, they try to say, oh, everybody agree with us. Will he even will he soon agree with us? No, 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 no not true. We Dr. still really soon. got a chance to speak. I, I want to acknowledge Alex Newman and his great research and his writings. He's going to be also one of the featured speakers at the yes. Red Pill Expo, thanks to G. Edward Griffin, this Saturday and Sunday, the 12th and 13th of November in Salt Lake City at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Right. And I would urge everybody to come see us there and you can get a discount on the tickets with the code RSB. They're giving 10% off ticket prices. I know it also streams live and you can watch it from the comfort of your home, but it's great to get together. And I don't know, Dr. Soon, have you been to one of the Red Pill Expos yet? I have done one by video. Yeah, I know okay. G.I. Griffin and things like that. Debbie, Bachi, Kalupe. I know many of the people that Dan Happo, all these people. Mm-hmm. I, I've done some of this thing, but I try to not do too much. I, I, I stick to science. But me and I want to promote one small little thing that Alex Newman, myself, is very interested in, which is educating the young. Yeah. Alex Newman has done deep research in education, really. And we come to this place called Camp Constitution, run by one of my friends named Hal Shutliff. And we've been doing that for a long time already. I've been there for six, seven years now, the, the, the camp. And we've been really doing some good work, I say to try to make sure that the kids are not being indoctrinated by all this junk that they're putting out, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And, and Alex Newman beginning to come and bring his family. So I bring my family. So we all go to that kind of fun meeting, Christian-based sort of a meeting. 
and it's very very good. I, what I what I like to tell more people is that yeah, please emulate some of this summer camp for your own children or your grandchildren around. Please do everything you can because or else we're in serious trouble if our youngs are, are continue being right. You know, well, indoctrinated by this wokeness in, that is very dangerous to a false religion of wokeness and. Look on your website again at the uh, cirrus-science.com, C-E-R-E-S-science. We have it linked up in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. If you're not sure what day it is, I hardly know what day it is. Super Don, what day is this? <laughs> I'm looking. I think it's Monday. the 7th of November. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, tomorrow voting day, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the, the quotes on your website there uh, by a John A. Wheeler, American physicist, lived 1911 to 2008, almost 100 years. He says, we live on an island surrounded by a sea of ignorance as our Island of knowledge grows, so does the shore of our ignorance. And I, I think this is really telling because what we have now, it's not exclusive, but it's big part, the capturing of the political left to an ideology or an agenda that is not founded in science, not substantiated by any scientific uh, uh, regimen or, or acumen or any of the things we would say, rigor, if you will. Uh, they have bought into a religious belief about global warming or climate change caused by man-made what utilization of what is called fossil fuels. I think there's interesting discussion even about what fossil fuels really are. Is is it abiotic? Is it something that right. produces? I want, you know, I love discussion like that, but they will freak out if you tell them it is not the source of the climate change. And you talk about it as an astrophysicist, the solar cycles, the solar minimum, the solar maximum, right. the history of the, the strength, if you will, of what sun is sending to us as far as the energetic center of our system, that solar system being more impactful on shifts in terms of the coldness in history that we've seen through certain uh, eras uh, that was long before we were burning fo so-called fossil fuels. So there's a lot that doesn't make sense, but they get away with it by, again, controlling and dominating the young people through indoctrination centers, not education, not real teaching, but indoctrination and or the control by our, of our government by entities like globalists at UN, United Nations or IPCC. And I think even at one point, the founder of the Weather Channel, who I don't think he's there anymore, spoke out against this nonsense. Yeah, John well. Coleman. John yeah. Coleman. Yeah, he's my friend. And then my good friend that is alive now, Joe Bastardi, indeed wrote the book called The Weaponization of Weather. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. Joe Bastardi is another guest that you should have. He's a very excellent uh, yes. excellent meteorologist, and I can hook you up if you're interested. And yes. uh, we, I, I am connected to just about anyone in the world, by the way, on, on all this area, because we share the common mission. Mm -hmm. to try to debunk this nonsense, really. Yeah. And and I work really, really hard to see whether, sure. um, I mean, for me, I couldn't care less about the politics, but it's becoming so important that you have to be involved somehow. You do not, and, and I'm, that's what I say, my passion is to focus on education where I think I can do much more good in the sense that I can make sure the kids are not being confused by all these crazy people who actually are not teaching any science at all, right? So we do a lot of work like this. I mean, you come to my webpage, you will find that most of the data that we have in terms of, let's say, why the Viking was able to go to Greenland a thousand years ago, or even come to the coast of Nova Scotia, right? A thousand years ago, is because the weather was warm. Greenland was green. That's why it's called Greenland, right? <laughs> and that was because the sun was active at that time, emitting yeah. more sunlight. And then it get cold, actually, in a place, a time from, uh, let's say, 14th, 15th century to 17th century, right? And then mm -hmm. you get cold in a period called Little Ice Age. And then it started warm again. Glaciers started to recede. Yeah, and it wasn't of because of Exxon or, or any of these oil companies either. 
Uh, by the way, your argument and my argument is not that we're in favor of poisoning people with toxins. We acknowledge oh, yeah. that toxicology is a real science. And if we had argued about that from an environmental perspective, we would have less of the stratification between right and left because everybody wants their kids to be healthy and not poisoned. That's pretty good. Pretty straightforward. And I said this about Al Gore. Al, you talk about global toxicity. We're on the same page. But they don't because they're interested in an economic agenda that would destroy the freedom in America and put us under one world government, globalist rule. And it would be collectivist. It would be communist. And that's what they're utilizing climate change non-science to usher in. And our, our friends on the left have been hoodwinked. They are ignorant of this. Perhaps we're trying to do our best to communicate to them that we're not their enemies. We're not the enemy of the planet. We're not arguing for poisoning the planet or the people. In fact, in innovation that happens in freedom, there are wonderful leaps forward. In, in fact, in the utilization of oil-based technologies to provide energy that will keep you warm in the winter, cool in, in the summer, and, of course, allow for growing of food and transportation, et cetera. So that's kind of the stuff that gets lost. We never get to make common ground or find common ground because it's all about the religion of global warming and climate change. Yes, yes, indeed. If if you actually care about what I really think about all this stuff in terms of even your health area, by the way, I'm the guy who just, my, my brain is open, which means I study. <laughs> the problem today now is this. There's this notion of chemophobia. We're afraid of chemistry. We don't realize that we are chemistry. <laughs> and the problem is also that our ability to detect elements. Let me give you an example. You guys mentioned something very interesting about borax or some other thing. I wanted to tell you that you drink your Coca-Cola. Do you know that there are trace amount of uh, mercury in it? Mm -hmm. But they are measured in part per trillion. Okay, yeah. 10 to the 12, not 10 to the 9, the billion, right? 10 to the 12. Yes. You know, this is unavoidable sort of process. Sure. That's, that's the whole point. You have to understand in that context. The, dose, the, the dose makes the poison. And, and yes. in fact, you know, we yes. use mercury in homeopathy, but yes. even, even diluted beyond the number of Avogadro via the, the succussion process. Yeah. Um, Jacques Benveniste did a study years ago that has been duplicated, but they all called him a quack for doing it to find out that he could take certain substances and dilute via the homeopathic process beyond the number of Avogadro mm -hmm. and measured impact on matter. Yeah. On, on on heart tissue, for instance, on, on uh, electrical stuff. And so now we know, of course, nanopharmacology, there's still stuff there, but still it's beyond just physicality in terms of the discussion. And right. I agree. Again, there are certain things we can't avoid that are part of the natural world. Although the ripping out uh, from the crust aluminum that usually is bound into silica, for instance, makes it harm less to people. Now, when you isolate it, now we see neural degeneration and other things. So we understand right. relationships in science between things as well. And toxicology is the study of the forms, the amounts. So we know how to navigate safely and even undo due to toxic exposures. In fact, in the 20th century, modern medicine developed a pretty a novel concept of using synthetic amino acids, EDTA, IV introduction, intravenous introduction to counteract lead poisoning, acute lead toxicity. And it uh -huh. saved lives. And they found out, oh, by the way, it cleared the arteries of people that actually had car clogged arteries. And the moment doctors started using it for that purpose, it was called quackery because there was an emerging field in medicine called heart bypass surgeries that would dominate the, the cardiological profession and profit to the tune of millions, hundreds of yeah, millions. Yeah, yeah, surgery. Million. We want to cut yeah. you open. Yes. Exactly. I, I, I'm profit. very glad that we can have this open discussion. One aspect of... Of, of chemistry or, or signs of this sort of dose-response relationship. I'm sure you heard of it. 
<laughs> but it's something I'm very passionate about too. You know, homesis, which homesis, is uh, yeah. the, the greatest uh, researcher on this topic is my good friend Ed Calabrese at mm. that UMass Amherst. I mean, yes. the, we we I mean, he collected a huge amount of database to study all these different elements. You know how like people are so scared of radiation. Some radiation, certain amount is good. That that mm. it is basically saying that you know too much or too little is bad. Mm -hmm. And then there are always certain optimal level. It's optimal like a levels, yeah. versus you kind mm -hmm. of a relationship in terms of beneficial effect. That yes. this is actually reality. It's a biological principle in some sense mm -hmm. because he has gone deeper than anyone has ever touched on this topic. Mm -hmm. I mean, these, I have to have him on the show. Oh yes, it, I can hook that. you up too. Ed Calabrese. Oh, yeah. we'll get yeah. we're gonna have some great guests thanks to you, Doctor Soon. And also. Sure. We talk about the relate the word here, keyword relationship, relationships. Yes. We talk about elements, but we rarely discuss what is the relationship. Like I talked about in my my lecture uh just over the weekend at the Reawaken America tour about copper, copper deficiency, what it is facilitating. Right. And that includes well, let's talk about solar radiation, UV radiation. Yep. In the absence of copper, you can withstand very little sunlight in terms of damage. DNA damage even to the skin or the integrity of the cells there. But in the presence of copper or other minerals like selenium, you have the ability to withstand so much and you can produce so much this thing called vitamin D without harm, without wrinkling, without DNA damage. Again, relationships, having everything in place so that we can interact with the world of creation itself. And so I, I acknowledge what you're saying in relationships. That's a big part of what we're trying to develop here. Very good. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned selenium. Selenium is one of the best... Uh, person that capture the mercury. That yes. bond is so strong yes. that no one could ever break the selenium. <laughs> selenium right. mercury. It's one of those. And then this is why when when they I, actually I'm going to University of Chicago Law School to speak about what you call the the gangster gangster signs at the U.S. EPA Environmental Protection Agency in yes. next week, right? November 18, I'll be at University of Chicago. Let's see, let's see anybody throw tomatoes or rotten eggs at me, but I don't really care. I yes. want to point out that the, the process of, of rulemaking at US EPA is totally, utterly corrupted. There's no science. They all always the use scientism, using yeah. scientism to try to cover up all their bad agenda, basically. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And I hate that so much. Yeah. I just try to say, why don't you tell nothing but the whole truth? People can make the right decision. Please no, don't treat no, everybody no. like a fool, especially American, all the hardworking people like ourselves, taxpayer, mm -hmm. basically. We're right. paying money for them to tell lie to us. I'm going to stop this crap. I mean, no way I'm going to let them abuse this. That's why any opportunity I get to speak at places like this, mostly yeah. I was interested there because of students. See, these are mm -hmm. all rising laws. You want to reach, reach them. Rush Limbaugh used to call them skulls full of mush, if you can reach them early enough. Yeah, but I know. There are a few that are really <laughs> smart, by the way, yeah. because they recognize me. I have spoken at their school, for example, Rice University. I spoke there mm -hmm. before. Those guys now went to University of Chicago, and then they remember me. So they say, why don't you come by and give a talk? Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. So this this particular trip, I'm going to talk about all the problem in U.S. EPA in terms of the corruption. Yeah, I mean, oh, there is no science. These people completely. are manipulating everybody, manipulating even evidence. That's the problem. Captured agencies, right? Said capture, yes. regulatory capture. Uh, Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who comes from the oh, political yeah. left, the Democrat side, has acknowledged, and I give him all the props in the world for willing to look with integrity as to the corruption of science and the capturing of these agencies. And this is where we find common ground among people who have different political views. We're never all going to have the same political views. That's not oh, even yeah. the goal. The idea is in freedom, 
we can really determine, and I mean that scientific freedom, to really engage and discuss and investigate. But right now, the scientific grants are controlling what gets studied. So you have, in medicine, we talk about pharmaceutical horse blinders. In climate science, I don't know what it would be called, but it's basically the limitation on the freedom to inquire and engage and discuss and debate and even argue. By the way, one of your articles is listed here in the show notes. It's titled The Weaponization of Science. Politics, Vilification, and the Climate Debate by Dr. Willie Soon, updated uh, just last month. And it also has links to eight clips that are there for you to, I guess, watch even, uh, things that you have discussed at various forums. And I would think this would be a great thing to share and hopefully break the cycle of ignorance. Yeah, yeah, please, please do. I I pointed out basically how the inner working of how this corruptive process started. I was given a chance to talk at the Hillsdale College. Mm-hmm. in D.C., you know, in April, and then uh, ended up explaining how how is it that a guy like me, just a humble scientist, can, can get put in front of front page of Sunday New York Times 2015 because Greenpeace and a bunch of those unhappy people trying to destroy me, basically. They mm-hmm. say, oh, well, this one is corrupted, taking money, and then, and then so on and so forth. So in this kind of a little effort, I just want to explain to people you know how bad these people are now. They don't really care about you. They don't care about science. They don't care about facts. They don't care about anything. All they care is about they control the agenda. They, you know, that sort of thing. And yeah. I really do not like that. Of course, I'm not going to be bullied by these people. But that's all it is. That's the I, bottom I line. That you're not going to be bullied by them. And and the fact is, here in America, we have become wimps and wussies yes. to all of these things. And you've got to stop fearing what the what they're going to yeah. call you. People what are too afraid. People are yeah. too afraid of their job. How come you're not confident about yourself? Like, I'm confident about finding jobs anywhere. I can go Mm -hmm. dig a hole. I will do better than anybody if I want to make the hole very beautiful hole. If I want to cook something, I will cook the best food ever been tasted in life. You know, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. So it's that passion that I have. That's how my science is pure and simple. Finding the truth. Tell nothing but the truth. Even I have doubt, I will tell you. So in terms of my sun climate work, you know what? I have opened up the biggest can of worm. I told my wife, I'm, I feel very happy because you know what? A lot of my signs will definitely be there after even mm-hmm. a thousand years that I die because I've done some good work, solid, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. It's, it's not for fame or anything. It's just that because you have tried your best mm-hmm. and then you really understand the subject well, rather than just playing games and these people are just essentially blindfold themselves every day and talking nonsense all day. I really hate all this. And then, of course, have the title. I'm a member of Academy of Science. I got 10 Nobel Prizes. This yeah. and that. I hate all the nonsense. This well, is the, why another, it makes them so weak. You remember I mean, the comedian George like Carlin? George Carlin? Oh, yeah. You know, they're, they're in a club. You know, We're not in it. You don't want to be in their club. <laughs> yeah, I know. I refuse. I would say, yeah, absolutely. By now, in the early days, you can say I would still be a bit naive. I would still say, oh, yeah, there's some aura of prestigious. They, they still make sense. But now I reject all of them for that simple yeah. reason. They don't respect life. They don't respect people. They don't respect truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, our nation, National Highest Academy of Science, founded by Abraham Lincoln to try to do some good. You know, science informing policy, informing social agenda. I mean, that sounds to be something very simple and very pure, but it totally, you know, corrupted by by all that nonsense that they do. Well, you centralize centralize and politicize when it's easy for industry to buy a single entity versus the freedom to innovate, to experiment. 
to study, to design studies that could find things that are very inconvenient to certain industries that are profiting on ignorance, yep. not feigned and purposeful ignorance. And of course, that's the arrogance of man uh, that would destroy us in toxicity without understanding relationships, as we've discussed as well, as opposed to argue that carbon dioxide, a very vital, important element that provides for all life on planet Earth, plant life, animal life, human life, all of that, uh-huh. and then to vilify it, to demonize it. Uh, Dr. Willie Soon, do you have uh, other upcoming events that we can plug into, or is there an email list when they come to your website, the uh, Cirrus Group? Uh, again, Cirrus, C-E-R-E-S-science.com. It's linked up in today's right. show notes. Uh, that's it. Just come to the website. You you will be able to subscribe to our emailing list that we send out once in a while to report updates. By the way, we're a very small group, so anybody who uh, shouldn't be asking for any, because I'm really out of Harvard, out of the mainstream Anybody can want to support $5, $10, whatever. Send us a little fun here and there. That will be very helpful. But mm-hmm. believe me, this money is not going to go to fly edges. <laughs> it will be doing good work. Because yeah. I can tell you, the, the problem of science funding is another very serious problem now. Mm-hmm. It used to be that I have all the funding from NASA, from National Science Foundation, from all yeah. kinds of Air Force. I have all those funding. And then I gave up because in, in 2004, I realized it's so corrupted. And I have some very seriously good mentor, people from, from Oregon. And one of my good friends, uh, Dr. Art Robinson, he's now a senator of state senator in Oregon. He's one of the great chemists. You know, he's actually worked with Linus Pauling, that sort of thing. And he actually gave up also on this, <laughs> what you call taxpayer funding, because it's unaccountable, you know, on based on principle. So I started to really think in that route. Go do science and tell the truth. Don't be hold to anybody because mm-hmm. why else you ultimately will be controlled by them. Right? You were not willing mm-hmm. to say, you hesitate. Oh, I want to keep my job, this and that. I, and, and then you're becoming very corrupted and then you're not able to say anything, actually. You get confused. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then your mind cannot get clear. This is why my agenda in series-sign.com is that please don't tell us to say anything or do anything. Mm-hmm. We, we actually have... Working, we are also beginning to work on COVID-19 uh, data you know, mm-hmm. in sciences because we have a team of, I hook up with people from microbiology in all areas of sciences, public health, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So we also work on that area, but my main area is really on climate science. And then I'm very interested in what you call environmental pollution issues. So sure. I work on that too. You know, the PM 2.5 and the ozone, ground ozone problem. So I work on that as well. That's the team that I'm going to talk about at <laughs> University of Chicago. This is, uh, Dr. Soon, this is the thing that's lost in discussion <clears throat> because the moment they hear oil or maybe they say, hey, Dr. Willie Soon, you've been funded by, you know, certain oil companies. It's like they don't want to hear anything else. Then they look at the same kind of corruption that I don't see here because in innovation and in freedom, I don't know if you've met Dr. David Martin yet. Dr. David Martin. Oh, I've he's, seen his video. He's, yes. He's a lawyer. Yes. Technology that facilitates the utilization of ground-based oil, like the tar sands to harvest it, if you will, through a different technology that brings yep. out the purest form of oil that burns so clean. And yet what's left by doing this is not wasteland, but soil that is so clean. You can grow food organically in it. This innovation happened despite obstacle, despite objection right. by the so-called, uh, you know, environmentalist movement. That would provide the energy to keep people right, left, and center, free of hunger. It would keep people warm in the winter, cool in the summer. If their agenda is genuinely to help uh, the planet and the people and the animals on it, 
they need to listen to what you're talking about. This isn't an agenda to poison the planet. This is the thing where just because you have engaged and why wouldn't the oil companies be interested in what you said? They are vilified by everybody that's on the political left saying they're just trying to destroy us, yet they, they've they facilitated the ability to feed 8 billion people on the planet. Yeah, You know, if you exactly. shut that down, half of them are going. Now, if you're a global, or well, let's say, uh, population reductionist, then you don't mind seeing 4 billion, 5 billion, 6 people. I mean, that's there are people that have that agenda. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking about the average environmentally sensitive person that might be on the political left to step from reactionary to engage the intellect again, to go beyond the programming of their mind to react to someone like you or any of these things. And again, to see the innovation happening in freedom, it's not happening in fascism. It's not happening in communism and collectivism. It's happening when we engage the human spirit to investigate, to dive deep. Gosh, we're almost a minute away from being done, Dr. Soon. This went so fast. Uh Well, (laughs) when you have a good time, you're speaking, frankly, I guess time flies. It does. Well, yeah, thank you for having me on. I only wanted to share that, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of this science, please be careful. The point is that please look us up because they will come. I have seen thousands and thousands of tricks, mm-hmm. you know, from media, you know, yeah. collusion. Now they have a dangerous thing, another dangerous mm-hmm. thing. I just want to mention this one last Real thing. Is they use so-called fact-checking. These are narrative checkers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all that nonsense, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, but the problem is that there are so many of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can do it as a few examples, but we need more educated Yeah, people. we'll have to get you back on, Dr. Soon. We're out of sure. time. My goodness, what a pleasure it was to have you on. And I, I hope you'll do it again and connect us with some of your friends. I'd love to oh, get yes, them on please. the show as well. And, no and, and remember, folks, this is not about programming your mind. This is about freeing it by engaging in the intellect and not reacting blindly to names or terms or words or, and attacking each other ad hominem. Dr. Willison, God bless you. Bonus round coming up for those of you who want to stick around because the power to heal is yours. I really want to spend like days talking about some of the things we had discussed with Dr. Soon, particularly Super Don, about the programming of the mind to react blindly and even violently and angrily against some of these discussion points. And, and you know, this is like, this is where I say perfectly nice, otherwise nice liberal left-leaning and claim proclaimed environmentalist. They won't engage in a discussion. I mean, they are so recoiling in horror and, and, and abject, no, you know, anger and everything that it isn't feasibly possible. And you have to be so gentle and loving. And I'm not opposed to being gentle and loving super D, but it's like, you can't break through the masses. You have to build a relationship with someone on the political left that believes that oil is the, is the devil or whatever they perceive it to be. And that CO2 is the devil, etc. And, and it's so difficult because they have been programmed to the point of they cannot even see. They're, they're blind to their own programming, as, in fact, we all are to some degree. You could find things that I probably still have a program running that I'm not aware of and Super Don, you two, or any of our audience. And I'm not arrogant enough to believe that, you know, I can't be duped either. But digging deep on this without the blind reaction to this, we have an ability to salvage the environment through innovation, through freedom, even utilizing the things called oil or oil-based technologies. And I've seen evidence of that ability to do that in freedom, but it is fought against viciously. 
by those that are not interested in the environment in reality, but sell a story to our friends, our good people on the left that really believe what they're being told. They're being lied to. But you must be able to engage in intellectual discussion and debate rather than recoil in horror and abject terror and yell and scream and put your finger in your ears and saying you are the evil ones that want to poison the planet and kill us all. When the irony is, if they get their way, billions of Americans, billions of Americans, of people on the planet, I'm saying, will be destroyed by our irrational fear of oil that could be burning much cleaner, produced much cleaner, and brought out much cleaner than any battery technology rare earth elements that are being raped from the land that would need to happen in order for everything to be an electric car and electric battery. That's the real environmental disaster that they're not willing to look at. Well said. Anyway, that I and I could go on and on about this. And I've made some inroads, individuals. Yeah. And Liam Sheff used to say this, and I forget who was credited with this statement, that we go mad in groups. Somebody in the audience will know this. And we only regain our sanity slowly and one by one. Mm -hmm. Not as a group. So, my gosh, this is an important subject, but I, I'm asking you, this is the difficult thing. If you have friends that are on the political left that don't tend to want to engage in this, just give them all the love and be patient. Listen to them. Ask them where they've learned what they like. You know, just ask them. And you might not even solve it in the first 10 conversations you have. But begin to open and broach the subject that we're not enemies. We're not enemies of the earth. In fact, we are, you know, I'd say we'd have the same agenda except those that are uh, population reductionists. We don't have the same agenda. I agree. That's different. But mm, it's a difficult task and it takes time one by one and slowly. What a show today. Considering I had zero time to prep, not your fault. You know, I got to be honest with you, okay? This morning when uh, I was looking up who our guest was today, because, you know, mm -hmm. I just I wasn't sure who he was or what that, and mm -hmm. saw what he was talking about. So, like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. This is like, you know, going into, like, you know, I don't even know, you know if this guy's going to be any good. Turns out the guy was great, right? He was awesome. I mean, Ke Kevin... You know, how is it that Kevin just recently became a guy that does PR? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's a natural. Yeah. He's just knocking it he's out of natural. the park every time. Right. And, and as I said, if I didn't say this on the air, um, my talk boiled down to 15 minutes where I wanted to give people an opportunity to, to reclaim their health in a, in a crisis. I would say this, this is not, a, a, you know, I'm just blowing it up. It's a crisis. Well, the COVID uh, scam, the COVID jabs, all of these things are devastating. And Brian Artis talked about the conotoxins in his talk, in addition to the snake venoms, all of these peptides that are researched. Boy, what a role that dude was on Yeah, uh, at, at the uh, Clay Clark thing. Mm -hmm. He got up on the, on the stage, and I still am not sold on the other thing. I'm not. But I know you're not super D, but you're but not also wanting to censor him. It was funny how it was yeah. like, you know, he only had like a certain period of time and it's like they started playing the music. It was yeah. kind of like, like, you know, the thing where the, the people are doing the, the Oscar speech yeah. and the, the music goes up and it gets a little mm -hmm. bit louder, you know, try yeah. and get him off the stage. And he's like, turn the music off. They want to hear this. And he yeah. just kept going. I mean, he probably, probably spoke an extra 10, 15 minutes. No, um, I wasn't that long. The, I, I, it, you don't think so? You might have felt, no, no, I was watching because okay. my clock was on his clock. I was watching him because Simone Gold came up next, and then it was my turn. And yeah. I was like, oh, it, it was a, it was a little bit over. But, but you know, Brian Artis, it's funny. Uh, when he spoke at the Red Pill Expo, I'm the MC at it. He went a little bit over, and I'm sort of creeping up on the stage. 
And he, he joked with me after he got off the stage and we talked later that day. He's like, uh, yeah, I, I stop everybody. I couldn't stop you from taking me off the stage and I didn't carry him off, but yeah, he's got a lot to relate and communicate as do I, but I, I stayed within my time frame. I did. I didn't you have, did. to, I didn't have you to say, a hey, lot into Brian artist, but no, you packed um, but, a lot into a very short period of time. But going back to Kevin, yep. uh, as we were working on, you know, I was asking him for feedback as I was trying to refine my presentation the day before, right? The night before I gave mm -hmm. it. Uh, and I was like, 15 minutes, how am I going to do this? All of this. And we were burning the slides and getting them out, you know, how do I transition toward the end? Because I wanted to go from copper to nitric oxide. And he came up with this. Do you want to protect yourself against died suddenly? In quotations, died suddenly. I think that's brilliant. And that allowed for an awkward transition. And I, and I joke with him because, you know, we talk about the king of segues, right? I'm pretty mm -hmm. good at that. Occasionally, yep. I'll screw up for Dr. Batar so, so he can laugh. But in that case, uh, Kevin helped develop a, an amazing segue in my talk. You nailed it. To bring that nitric oxide uh, to do the finale, uh, to build on the copper discussion in the Cardio Miracle. So if y'all are not on Cardio Miracle, and once again, Super Don, if for those that tuned in a little bit late, um, <clears throat> I won the challenge of the week again. And it was something that uh, I didn't, I was just like, I'm happy when I do it, but it's not, I'm not obsessed. Super Don doesn't believe that I'm, I'm not obsessed, but I'm not, but it's kind of fun when you do it. Come on, at 56, that's not bad when you're whooping up on 20-somethings and 30-somethings. That's all right. No, that's good. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, it's awesome. I mean, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. better than ending up in the, you know, the, the asthma Olympics in, in, in on event, you know, that it's not what I want to do. I had respiratory ailments when I was a young person and uh, right. I'm broken through that. So to do what I do, I try to explain it in terms of, Hey, if I was chronically ill from zero to 24 and changed my life around, what could you do? If you had health, then lost it. I didn't have it. I had to trudge through not being healthy for the first 24 years of my life. And I did a lot. The human will is amazing and not knowing anything different, anything better. So this is the kind of thing that, uh, you know, I do for, it's not a humble brag. It's sort of like, it's fun. Yes, I enjoy it, but y'all can do it too. And I don't know if you've started our uh, cardio miracle yet. If you started the sovereign copper yet, these are the things I do. I don't tell you to do the things that I don't do, you know, unless it's a menstrual uh, product, which I can't tell you to do. <laughs> you, those who have that. Are you could still make an educated guess. So. Oh, but, yeah, our experience with our the females in our life. Speaking you know? of Cardio Miracle, I, I got an email uh, just a few minutes ago from our friend mm -hmm. Pat yeah, um, asking about, where, where can you get the best deal mm -hmm. on the Cardio Miracle? And the easiest way to do it is you get 15% off. Just use the banner on the website. Mm -hmm. Just click on the banner, and uh, it'll, it'll automatically, you'll be put in there for the 15% uh, off. She said she, her and her husband will be, will be starting on it. All right, so on the, uh, I, and I confirmed this during the show, um, well, I texted Layla Ali. Uh, she, I sent her that story about the uh, Muhammad Ali Center. She has nothing to do with it. Apparently, it's uh, one of uh, Muhammad Ali's ex-wives, apparently. Mm. Um, and uh, she said, you know, she and her husband have nothing to do with it. And uh, it's, it's again, it's it's a different thing. But she yeah, wasn't makes involved. Sense. And, it's, and it's also probably not a good idea politically for Layla Ali to come out and denounce the Muhammad Ali Center for its <laughs> And I totally get that, too. Yeah. But just, you know, the respect I have for Layla Ali and her integrity, like her father, is such that I will speak up because, I, you know, in an indirect way, I would want to defend the legacy of Muhammad Ali and say if he were alive today, I don't believe 
that he would honor Fauci as a humanitarian. That's my take on it. Again, you and people may have different perspectives on it. I'm not blood family related to Muhammad Ali or Layla, but I love and appreciate Layla Ali and her integrity and her courage to speak out. And it's, you know, again, she had nothing to do with that uh, honoring of, of, of Fauci, which I sort of knew, but I just got that con- confirmation. So anyway, um, let's see what else we want to talk about in the bonus round here. Are you still here? <laughs> I had to put the fader down. There was noise oh. going on. I have a how, fader how now. Does how, how does the show sound now through our new boards? I think it Look, sounds good. I haven't gotten any feedback from anybody in the chat room, but uh, yeah. I mean, I'll go back and listen to it, but mm-hmm. from what I've heard and listening to the live stream, everything sounds great. Yeah. Everybody seemed to love uh, uh, Dr. Soon, Willie Soon. Yeah, yeah. like Even I said, I, I didn't know what to expect. but uh, Oh, no, he's a bright light. No, you know, these great. scientists yeah. that are super smart, like next level smart, like Peter Duesberg, they all have a great spirit about them, sense of humor. Even in the midst of all the attacks and, you know, everything, they have a spirit about them that's more connected to something beyond the mental plane, despite their intelligence and their accessibility. So, uh, yeah, that's... You know, that, that was cool. And he, he validates that he knew Carrie Mullis, you know, these other things that we talked about totally, totally on board. Love and appreciate that. Diana. Oh, by the way, Diana, Diana, I was saying, uh, Diana of the night, uh, there in the chat room was saying, Dr. Soon has great energy. Never too soon to hear his information. Speaking of, of Diana, mm-hmm. uh, while we have been on air here, she sent yeah. in. Picture. Oh, look at that. We got, oh man, I love these late entries because that gives more opportunity for folks. That's right. To win. This is going to be That's great. Right. We're going to do a That's giveaway. Right. Thanks to our friends at orangeguard.com. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. loving. I haven't had anybody go, oh, no, it didn't work. Everybody loves Orange Guard. I'm yeah. curious, like Diana, she's in the uh, in the chat room. Where did you get your Orange Guard? I'm curious because I know that you can get it, like you've said, at the Ace Hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also get it like at the Whole Foods and, Whole and Foods else? or directly, yeah, or just directly, yeah. So I'm just curious, Diana, where did you where did you pick up your orange guard? Did you order it from the mm-hmm. website? I'm gonna yep. guess you probably did, but mm-hmm. be interested to know. All right, so what else? Um, let's see. Yeah, let's do a reminder. You were talking about the Red Pill Expo. We got actually a message uh, earlier today from Mary. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mary, who said I have. Or I heard about the Red Pill Expo uh, on your show, and now we have registered. My husband particularly liked how the schedule was set up and how brisk it is. A brisk, brisk, yes, brisk. Okay, it is and and so, so full, full of, of different, different speakers. speakers. Yes. Mary, who loves Salt Lake City, it's at the Salt Palace Convention Center, uh, Saturday, Sunday, twelfth and thirteenth of November, and we have been given a discount code. So if you haven't got your tickets. Go to the Red Pill Expo. We have it linked up, in not only in the show notes, but there's a banner. And you can hopefully participate in person. And we want to see you there. In fact, we're going to have some of those uh, Health Freedom commemorative coins, limited edition. Uh, oh, dude, those are so cool. I'm still yeah. waiting. So we're going to have some of those available to you right there on the spot. I will have silver and copper shots to pour. We'll probably, I'm hoping we have Echo Water as well. Uh, we'll have Cardio Miracle as well there. And it's just going to be an amazing two-day event, as it always is. And I got to MC it. I get to MC it. So now, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. On top of talking, you have to MC. Man, I have to MC. So I get to do. I'm hoping a longer version 
of the 15 minute talk I gave. I'm going to talk about you do not have a drug deficiency and, uh, you know, how to navigate, you know, the corruption within history and science of medicine and healing and all of that to provide powerful tools to navigate the corruption, the misinformation, the disinformation coming from medicine and media and government, of course. So that'll be, that'll be great. A good time coming. So hope to see you there. Uh, RSB is the discount code as well. Diana got another comment here over the chat room over at robertscottbell.com. Says, she says after starting Cardio Miracle, she got off of the statin medication. Hallelujah. That is so awesome. Way to go, Diana. Statin and she got her orange card from Amazon. Okay, cool. I've seen some people uh, uh, see Leslie got it from the Ace Hardware and Direct as well. So uh, orangeguard.com. Uh, let's see. Do you do, do Cardio Miracle best price by subscription with free shipping? Of course, you can mm-hmm. link up uh, RSB, the discount code, or you can go direct from the banner at robertscottbell.com. It's the easiest have, way to do it. Yeah, I had some cards that they made for me, thankfully, uh, that you just scan the card and you can get right to it and get the discount as well. Hopefully, a lot of people plugged in. By the way, we got a lot of new newsletter subscribers over the weekend. Thanks. Over 600. Yeah. 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 That was amazing. That was just it was, yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. Well, I mean, you know, imagine you know when you're when you're uh, doing a presentation in front of thousands of people, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a great opportunity. So yeah, we welcome uh, and new listeners. Give us a give us a shout. Let us yeah, know you're out love there. To hear from you. We'd if you're in the chat room you. live or later, send us questions through the website robertscabell.com. We do have a toll free number. You can leave us a message eight six six nine three nine. Bell eight six six nine three nine two three five five and Super D. I think you can forward that number. So when we're live on the air, if you want to take calls, if we would want to take calls, we could take live calls on the air. Of course, I'm not. I'm not quite here. there yet. Yeah. Um, because the problem with that is, is well, yeah. I, mean, I suppose they could call me. Yeah. I, I haven't got that routine down yet with this. No, set. that's a whole next. I level have the ability that I can get a phone call on the air now. Yes. But as far as like screening the call, there's mm-hmm. I got you got to learn how to do that out. so it doesn't go to air. I understand. Correct. That's something we got to work on. But that that uh, also the point is if when we do that because we don't have a call screener unless somebody wants to volunteer. I don't even know how to pull that off. Uh, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be able to go. Hey, Super Don, what do you think? Of, da, 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 and you'll be like, I'm screening calls now. Leave me alone. Right. So I got to realize how pressed you are for all different directions to keep this show going and sounding good. So. It's, that is yeah. something but exciting. This is the stuff that's happening. Thanks to y'all. It is very cool. Uh, fascinating uh, news that's developing. If you haven't already supported and sent some support to Jonathan Emord, uh, it's really looking good, y'all. Emord for VA, E M O R D F O R V A dot com. In fact, I was able to mention that website real quickly on in my talk. I think at one point I somehow got that in. For everybody to hear, you know, that Jonathan E. Moore has got an exploratory committee to run against Tim Kaine in Virginia for United States Senate two years from now. And I'm looking forward to more good news. Uh, we'll see. Uh, there's no official announcements, but good news. Good things are happening. Y'all are really kicking in some support. And I want to I want to see him run. And if he runs, he'll he'll win Jonathan E. Moore. So that's good, too. Uh, and we should mention that uh, coming up on Wednesday. The ninth mm-hmm. is uh, the premiere of Propaganda Exposed Uncensored. Oh if yeah, you have not signed up for that to watch that for free. Mm-hmm. You can do that over uh, over our our website. There is a banner. Yeah. I'll have an email going out, I believe, tomorrow morning. 
on that yeah. as well. Very good. Yep. All right, Super D, I think at the bottom of the hour, I've got a call with Jonathan Otto. Is that right? An interview? Is that today? Uh, the vague memory of that. Let me double check that. Here. Yeah. So I better take a break here. John O. Yeah. Let's see. I thought it was today. Is it Didn't today? make it on the calendar. Mm, no. I don't see it on the calendar. Well, where was the, the interface? Because that was It may not have made it on the calendar. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Check the emails uh, because there might be something happening that I do not want to miss because uh, John O. does great stuff through his uh, docu-series Reach to the World. So we can talk a lot about that. You don't know. All right. Dig a little deeper and we'll find out. Uh, also, I'm looking at uh, the schedule. We had re, I think re, Dr. Tess Laurie is scheduled for tomorrow's show. And uh, she's amazing. Um, John O'Looney and the set hour two tomorrow. Uh, we, if we, there is election coverage updates, I don't know. We'll be, still be early in the day enough that I don't know we'll have a lot. But uh, let's see. We got Dr. Oh, so got Mark Herr on Wednesday. For the Center for Self-Governance, retired U.S. Air Force. Uh, let's see. We got Carrie Made back. She's going to be at the Red Pill Expo. She's going to join us on Thursday's broadcast. All right. Yes. Oh, no. Wait a minute. What? This event has been canceled? Well, who canceled it? I don't know. Who was invited? I've got a notification six days ago that the event has been canceled. It was Jan- It was November 7th. Yeah. So that was, was a calendar day. invite. Okay. Which what you forwarded to me was not one for me to... It didn't include me. Okay. Um, well, I didn't cancel it, so who did? So we need to reach out to whoever just to be sure. Uh, let's see. What else we got? I'm just looking at the uh, Friday before the Red Pill Expo, Dr. Margaret Aranda. And let's see. Who else? Doug Fletcher and Brian Jones on Friday. So we got some fantastic new guests coming up. Tess Lori is amazing, if you understand what she did at the UN level regarding uh, – hydroxychloroquine or I think ivermectin was related to that treatment so all right anything else before we wrap it up here super d I'm just making sure I'm not missing anything here okay yeah I think we're all good good show my friend you did well in prepping me because I couldn't prep myself (laughs) (laughs) shout out to uh, Dawn Delta Dawn out there she liked the, the show today a lot of people Pat said it sounded great and uh well yeah, really good. All so right. we'll find out if I have more recording to do or live stuff to do today or if I can take Yeah, it. I'm going to keep looking here just to make sure, but I don't see anything on the calendar, but I'll, I'll see what I can find. But in the meantime. Thank you to Dr. Willie Soon. Thank you to all y'all that are new to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thanks to Clay Clark and the Reawaken America Tour. Uh, if that's the only one I ever get to, it was amazing. If I get invited again, I, now I will go. I was reluctant, not because I didn't think it would be awesome. It was just because, man, six weeks of travel where I've been away more than I've been home. Uh, it's been a crazy tri- trial to get through, and I'm strong, still standing. So thank you guys for being here. God bless you. Power to heal is yours. Back less than 22 hours from now, God willing, and Super Don. Thank you.